0: folk Singer dead after she was attacked by a pair of coyotes. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what's happening. <laughs> he hit your face off! We actually have a trainer in the water with one of our whales? If I show weakness, if I retreat, I may be hurt, I may be killed. Baby Azaria Chamberlain was taken by a dingo back in 1980. And it actually fits into today's theme. Welcome back to Man It Is The Only True Crime Podcast on the Internet where all the killers are real animals. I'm your host, James, and we are talking, oh, bear. We're talking bear attacks today. Um, as stated last week, I um, I stumbled across a nifty little list of... Um, you know, fatal bear attacks that occurred in North America. So this is the first episode of hopefully what will be a multi-part series. Our first multi-part series, I think, actually, if you think about it. Um, <clears throat> so this will be part one of, what are we going to call it? Uh, bears and bloodshed in uh, North America. <laughs> we'll name the title later. So essentially, yeah, I have a, a pretty comprehensive list of all the bear attacks that have occurred in uh, Mexico, America, and Canada, although I don't know if any of them actually are in Mexico, but I have a pretty good list. I'm going to go through them. We're going to go from the beginning uh, times. So I think the earliest is in like the 19, sorry, the 18 like 30s. No, the 1780s, apparently. Uh, we're going to work our way forwards all the way to the 2020s. Uh, I'll let you know at the out front, the, this list compiles um, <clears throat> three types of bear attacks. So Bear attacks caused by grizzly bears, aka brown bears, um, black bears, and polar bears. And um, you may have heard this, uh, what do you call it, saying. I've heard it on TikTok a few times, but like when you're talking about these three bears, they each have different approaches to survive an encounter with them. So the the, the rhyme goes, um, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lie down. And if it's white, say goodnight. And that obviously means if it's black, you know, black bear, fight it back, throw a stick at it, make yourself big and scary. If it's a brown bear, don't do that. Lie down and play dead. Let it, you know, tear at your backpack or whatever. But where it gets a little bit pessimistic um, is, the, <laughs> is the polar bear thing. Just say goodnight. That doesn't seem like the best advice to me um I would like to know what if I am going to get attacked by a polar bear what's better is it better to fight back or is it better to play dead um or I don't know seduce the polar bear baby I think you might as well give it a go if you're about to die anyway maybe just flop it out and see what the polar bear has to say uh what's that Okay, I'm being advised by my uh, my attorney. I'm not allowed to give that kind of advice on the podcast. Uh, so, <clears throat> don't flop your cock out if you see a polar bear. Um, just, I guess, say good night. I don't, I don't really understand how that's helpful. But anyway, moving on. A little bit of information um, at the start of this this list. As I stated, the the three bears that attack people in North America, uh, black bears, brown bears, and polar bears. Um, most of the animal attacks that we t- are going to talk about today, or at least a large portion of them, happen in the wild. But there are have been cases of animals, uh, bears held in captive, in captivity, um, that have attacked, like animal trainers. They've attacked people in zoos or carnivals, or even um, sometimes. They're kept as pets, and they kill their their owners or friends of their owners. Um, in America, and you might have learned this from watching that documentary Tiger King back in 2020 when the the first lockdown sort of happened. Um, e- America has like shockingly few rules when it comes to what animals you can own as pets. Um, you can have monkeys, you can have tigers, obviously, uh, big cats, and bears. Uh, very common in the United States to keep as Well, I don't know if you call them pets, but to keep them in captivity, I don't believe you have to have many qualifications or licenses to do that, which frankly blows my mind because I'm from Australia where you need a license to pretty much do everything. Um, Thankfully not Host podcast, because if this thing was regulated, I think I would be in jail. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm just gonna read a little bit here. Fatal bear attacks in North America have occurred in a variety of settings. There have been several, uh, several in the bears' habitats involving hikers, hunters, and campers. A lot of times when this happens, it's because um, the person has wandered into the bear's habitat. Um, and not just that they've, they have in some way. Um, unconsciously threaten the bear's cubs. Um, We'll find out, I'm sure, as we go through this list that that is a very common reason for these bear attacks. Some bear attacks in the wild have occur due to like predation where bears actually have actively hunted for um, people and have eaten them Um, and they are they're man-eating animals a lot of times it's territorial or protective reasons so maybe you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time Um, most bear attacks in the wild occur when there's only one or two people in the vicinity so when you're with a larger group um, bear attacks are less likely particularly if um, you know maybe the bear rushes in and attacks one person once it realizes you're in a group of you know two, three, four, or five more people, um, it will then back away. Um, Incidents where bear attacks occur, uh, they happen all all over North America, Um, but there are a few places in particular that seem to, you know, lightning seems to keep striking there. Um... Their native ranges in Alaska um, and northern and western Canada, um, as well as portions of the Rocky Mountains in the United States, California as well seems to have a lot on this list. Um, the location of black bear wilderness fatal attacks reflect their wider range. Um, yeah, so that's 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 just some. Um, Beginning advice or beginning information for us there. So we're going to travel back all the way to the 1780s. Now, this list is broken in an interesting way. It's not all chronological, um, it's semi chronological, but they break the attacks um, down by The different species of bear. So, black bear, brown bear, and polar bear. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go backwards, um, but you might notice that the dates aren't all chronological. That's because I'll be reading, for example, the black bears first, and then the brown bears, and then if there's any polar bears, which there are not very many, um, we'll be doing it that way. So, I would like you to, you know, (laughs) relax, close your eyes, especially if you're driving, and uh, here we go. We are going to talk about every single fatal Black, every single fatal uh, bear attack uh, in North America since 1780. So, our first unfortunate victim was a young male uh, at eight years old who died, on August, uh, died in August on in 1784. Um, we don't know the name of this child. All that we know is that he was a son of Mr. Leach. This attack occurred in Maltenborough in New Hampshire. Uh, The son of Mr. Leach was sent to a pasture with a horse and was attacked by a three-year-old bear. Leach, on arrival, finding the bear holding his son by the throat, struck the bear with a stake. The bear withdrew, dragging the boy with him. A search was mounted the next day, and the corpse of the boy was discovered with partially devoured uh, limbs. The bear rose from behind a nearby log and was killed by three gunshots. Um yeah oh uh, one thing I think I will do is we might like do a little bit of a, a gold star thing where if uh, you know a particularly brutal bear attack, we might like try like highlight that and just you know try to narrow down which of these attacks are the worst that are, that have happened in history. That one um obviously very sad, but not that awful. okay. The next bear attack on record um, happens 50 years later in the ni- in the 1830s. So we're traveling to a new uh, century. This attack occurred uh, from a grizzly bear, this time a brown bear. Um, the name of the victim was Peter Lebec. Um, he was a male, but we don't know how old he was. The date that he died was October 17th, 1837. Um, this was a wild bear attack in Fort Tejon in California. Lebec was out hunting grizzly bears. He dispatched one with a well-placed shot and assumed it to be dead. He approached it. However, the bear rallied and lunged, throwing him to the ground and breaking his neck. He was killed instantly, but the bear was later killed by Native American hunters. So that's an interesting one, where uh, this victim wasn't killed by, uh, you know, claw marks, scratch marks, or bites, as, uh, as is common. Um, when we've talked about brown bears before... A lot of times the cause of death is actually a puncture of the skull or the neck with their extremely large fangs. Um, this time he was just knocked over and he broke his neck and died instantly. So as far as, like, bear attacks go, this is a pretty tame one. It's not, um, not the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay, the next attack doesn't happen until the 1850s, and we have four here. Um, these were all caused by brown bears, grizzly bears. And the first one is someone you may have heard of before. He has his own... Um, Oh, actually, I'm going to go backwards. So the last one is someone you'll have heard of for. Jim Boggs. We don't know his name. He was a male. Uh, and this attack occurred somewhere around 1850 uh, in the Russian River in California. While hunting grizzly bears, Jim Boggs, uh, he blundered into the den of a mother with cubs. He was attacked and killed. That's all there is to it. He blundered in, though. That, the <laughs> The writing of this article seems to be a little bit judgmental, but yep, blundered in eaten by cubs and the mother. Not surprising. Isaac Slover was 68 years old. He was a male, and he died on October 27th, 1854. Uh, um, this attack occurred in Mount San Antonio in California. Isaac Slover was a trapper and hunter who hunted grizzly bears even in his old age. Remembering he died uh, two years away from his 70th birthday. Slover shot and wounded one on Mount San Antonio near his cabin. The large wounded bear crawled into the brush and Slover reloaded and Followed, whereupon he was attacked. He died three days later. So that one, yeah, quite. I think that might be our first really old guy that's been attacked as well. Um, yeah, <laughs> a couple of these, uh, you know, have a branching theme of, um, you know, shooting the bear and then following them and then getting killed. Let's make absolutely sure that when we shoot a bear, it's definitely dead, guys. How's that sound? <sighs> okay. Our next victim, Andrew Whiteley in parentheses Andy sublet sublet sublute I don't know he was 46 year old and he was attacked on December 19th 1853 by a bear in Santa Monica in California Andrew, or Andy, was an experienced bear hunter who hunted and killed many bears. Sublette shot and wounded a bear after being separated from his hunting party near present-day Santa Monica in 1854. He was then mauled, but stabbed the bear to death with his knife with the help of his dog. The dog survived, however, Sublet died seven days later owing to his injuries. Very sad. This is the person I was thinking you might know, this next person. John Grizzly Adams. Um, I actually don't know who that is, but I only know from, um, uh, what was that movie, Happy Gilmore, where they're like, yeah, and Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. I I don't know if that's a reference anyone else remembers, but John Grizzly Adams was 43 years old when he died. Uh, he was attacked uh, in Sierra Nevada in California. All four of these attacks in the 50s in California. Um, this attack occurred in 1855. John Grizzly Adams was a professional trapper and trainer of wild animals. He was badly injured, dislodging his scalp. Oh, God. And leaving a silver dollar in his head. He died in 1860 from complications of his scalp wound. Wow. So he was attacked by a bear, leaving a silver dollar in his head. We're going to take a little sidebar here and Google Grizzly Adams. What the hell? Maybe this might be a story we, we deal with uh, another time. Let's look at his death. Um, okay. Adams suffered head and neck trauma during a grizzly bear attack in the Sierra Nevada Mountains of California in 1855. His scalp was dislodged and he was left with a silver dollar sized impression in his skull. I understand. uh, Just above his forehead. Adams made a pet Sorry, Adams had made pets of several grizzlies and often wrestled with them while training them in exhibitions. During one such bout, his most delinquent grizzly, General Fredmont, named for J- uh, John C. Fredmont, struck Adams in the head and reopened the wound. It was subsequently re-injured several times, eventually leaving Adams' brain tissue exposed. The damage was further exacerbated while Adams was on tour with a circus in New England during the summer of 1860 when a monkey, this guy's insane, when a monkey he was attempting to train purposefully bit into the wound. After more than four months performing with his California menagerie, complications from the injury led to Adams' inability to continue with the show. After completing his contract with PT Barnum, ah, oh, that fucking guy. He retired to Neposet, Massachusetts, where he died of illness, possibly meningitis, just five days after arriving at the home of his wife and daughter. Upon hearing of Adam's death, Barnum was deeply grieved. Aw oh, so sorry that asshole was grieved deeply. Adams was interred at the Bay Path Cemetery in Charlton, Massachusetts. It is believed P.T. Barnum commissioned the creation of his tombstone. Also buried there, nearby are his mother, father, a sister, his wife, his son, and one of his two daughters. Okay, that's a really interesting bear attack. So, this guy didn't actually pass away from the bear attack itself. Uh, He died from (laughs) complications of having a dollar-sized hole in your skull. Who knew that that would be a a risk? Um. What a we we have to do an episode about that guy. That sounds absolutely insane. Okay, moving forward, we are going into the nineteen sorry the eighteen sixties. Now we only have one confirmed death. Uh, this time from Utah, Charles Henry Gates, age thirty five. He was attacked on August thirty in eighteen sixty three. Uh, Gates was huntly, hunting a grizzly bear that escaped from a trap and was mauled. In two thousand and four, the descendants of Gates placed a new headstone at his gravesite. Interesting. Let's move to the ni- to the 1870s. I I hope you're noticing as well that uh, for the majority of this list, we've had uh one, two, three, four, five, five people from California die, one from Utah, and one from New Hampshire. I would say that um, there's a few reasons for maybe why that we're leaning so much towards uh, uh, California. I guess maybe there were lots of people there. Maybe they're just better record keepers than the rest of the country at this time. Um, Who knows? Uh, Let's talk about the 19... No, we did the 1960s. The 1870s, Uh, another brown bear attack. William White Waddell, age 57, so another kind of elderly guy. Um, He was attacked in Big Basin, Redwood State Park in California in 1875. Waddell, a lumber mill owner, was killed near Waddell Creek, creek in santa cruz county california another californian okay time machine and we are hitting up the 1880s now quite a few confirmed kills from bears in this uh decade so let's go backwards through them our first victim hiram conrad uh, Nagel, age 22 uh was attacked on the 24th of june 1892 in colonia Hachio, uh Chihuah- Chihuahua, Mexico. Ah, huh, Chihuahua. Hiram and his brother shot and wounded a grizzly bear, which they pursued, thinking it would soon expire. Classic. While brother George was repairing his gun, Hiram went to shoot the bear, but was mauled and killed when the bear crushed his skull. The bear was shot and killed by George with his repaired rifle. Yep, check your kill, please. Uh, Richard Wilson, um, next up. Uh, I should mention these... The, the, the past person I talked about, this one and the next one, are all people who were killed by brown bears. Okay, um, Richard Wilson, we don't know his age, but he was a male, uh, and he must have been uh, old enough to be a bear hunter, so probably at least 15 years old. Um, July 1885 was killed by a wild bear in Sedona, Arizona. A bear hunter, Wilson was hunting grizzly bears and shot one near Oak Creek, Arizona. He followed the bear into a thicket and was attacked. He tried to escape by climbing a tree, but the bear pulled him down and killed him. Fuck, that is brutal. Old Ike is our next victim. Um, again, don't know exactly how old he was, uh, but he was a male. He was killed in Salmon River, Idaho on June 1886. One of the most successful bear hunters, he killed over 100 grizzlies during the 1800s. In June 1886, he wounded a grizzly bear near the, head, near the headwaters of the Salmon River, but not enough to cripple the animal. After pursuing it into a dense stand of trees, he was attacked by the bear and mauled, with the bear biting into his chest, crushing his entire ribcage with one bite. Fuck. The bear was driven off by its companions and apparently was not killed. Uh, at least not at this moment. Wow, Wowee. That is, um, that's wild. That one, that guy's crazy. Old Ike. I wonder if there's more information about him somewhere else. His name isn't hyperlinked, so there's nothing I can click. Wow. Okay. We're still in the 1800s, uh, but we're talking about black bears this time. And this is the first black bear on the list since the very first entry. Uh, so, black bears. John Dennison, aged 82. That is the oldest person on our list so far as well. John Dennison, 82, uh, was attacked on June 1881 at Algonquin Provincial Park in Ontario, Canada. This was Ontario's first recorded fatal bear attack. Dennison was inspecting his bear traps uh, on Lake... uh, How do I say this? Ope Ongo, uh, which is now part of Algonquin Park. He discovered a bear caught in the trap, uh sorry, caught in the trap in a struggle between two ensued, ending in both of their deaths. After discovering a bear caught in a trap, a struggle ensued, and they both died. Okay, well, okay, this 82 year old still killed a bear on his way out. That's pretty badass. Um, I should say, It's the first recorded fatal black bear attack uh, that's specified here. Maybe there have been grizzly attacks in the past. I'm not sure. John Robinson, age unknown, uh, was killed in Wilkes-Barre, uh, Pennsylvania, on December 29, 1883. Robinson's dead body was found near train tracks. There was evidence of bear attacks, uh, bear tracks and a terrible struggle. And that's all the information we have on that one. Uh, Frank DeVereux, age 52, was attacked in uh, Cheb- Cheboygan, Sheboygan, michigan on september 4th 1883 devaru and the bear's corpses were found in the woods wow wait bear's corpses does that mean there were more than one there were indications that the bear and the man had fought each other although the article does not mention the species of bear it is assumed to be a black bear as this is the only species native in michigan okay not multiple bears just one We are powering through, everyone. I had initially thought maybe we'll just go up to the uh, 1900s, and maybe we will. Um, Let's see. Our next entrance from uh, the 1890s. There's only one entrance here, uh, and it's a brown bear, um, but there is a little bit of information about this one. So the the victim's name was Philip Henry Vetter. He was 37 years old, and he was a male. Um, I will mention as well, uh, so far on this list, only males have died from bear attacks. This attack occurred near Greenbull River in Wyoming. Vetter, a buffalo hunter, had stated had started no, had stated to follow a fellow hunter a week before that he would be oh I understand Vetter, a buffalo hunter, had stated to a fellow hunter a week before that he would be going out for a bear. A week later, another hunter seeking shelter from the rain investigated his cabin, which had been ransacked by a grizzly bear and found Vetter dead in the cabin. A newspaper was found which had been written on the blood by Vetter before his death, describing his battle with a grizzly bear and ending with the words, I'm dying. The hunter and another man searched for signs of the bear and only found Vetter's hat, two empty rifle casings, and his rifle with a cartridge jammed in its chamber. Vetter was buried in old trail town Cody, Wyoming. Oh, that's a cool story. You know what that reminds me of? I don't know if any of you have played um, Red Dead Redemption 2, but... When you're exploring, um, there's an area, like, I think in the the east of the map, I think it's the east, uh, where there's, like, nice, you know, redwood foresty area, um, and there is a cabin. And I wonder if this is based off this, because there's a cabin, um, and you can go into that cabin, and when you open the door, there is actually a grizzly bear in there um, that attacks you, and you have to kill it with a knife. But after you do that, if you survive, you find um, on the bed uh, a dead man, um, potentially Veta, Uh, 1892, would that be around the same time as the game was made? I'm not sure, but it could have been inspired by this. Um, you do find a note from that guy, I believe, and a few belongings of his. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, I think we will finish it up in the 1900s. We've got three stories now, um, all of them black bears, black bear attacks. Um, okay, and ooh, okay, we have our first female on the list, um, unfortunately for this story, the first one, this occurred in, uh, on May 19th, 1901, and there's three victims, and unfortunately they are all children. Um, not a lot of information about this story, uh, but the attack did occur in Job, or Job, uh, West Virginia. Uh, the children, oh, the names of the children, Mary Porterfield, who was three years old, Willie Porterfield, who was five years old, and Henry Porterfield, uh, who was seven years old. So Mary is the first... Um, female on this list, and uh, all three of these children would be among the the youngest. I believe Mary is the youngest so far on our list as well. Oh, but I am just saying that is going to be a short-lived medal, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay, Mary, Willie, and Henry. The three children were gathering flowers near their home when they were attacked. A member of a search party found the remains of the children and shot and killed the bear. Oof. That is a brutal story. That's so sad. I wish there was more information on that. There isn't. Okay, um, our next one from the 1900s. Again, another black bear. John Ditched. D I C H T. Ditched. I think that's how I pronounce that. Was 18 years old. Uh, was attacked on November 24th, 1906, uh, in Elk County, Pennsylvania. And uh, you're going to love it. It's v- it's very cliche at this point. But John Ditch thought that the bear was dead. Ditch began skinning it. The bear immediately woke up and tore off one of Ditch's arms and then killed him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If someone started to skin me, I'd probably wake up too. Um, poor, poor John. Okay. Our final story for today, our final uh, entry in the 1900s um, is... Uh, this is sad. Uh, there's no first name... It's just Baby Laird, L-A-I-R-D, Baby Laird. Baby was one years old. Uh, On October 5th, 1908 in Tucson, Arizona, this attack occurred. Um, This was a captive bear attack, and if I just scroll back really quickly, uh, yes, this is the first captive bear attack on our list, as a matter of fact, as well. Okay, this is a one-year-old, so... After a bear escaped from a cage at Elysian Grove Pleasure Park, Bus Laird ran in, uh, Ran with her infant child in a go kart. The bear grabbed and killed the baby. Wow. Elysian Grove Pleasure Park. So that must be some sort of weird theme park where they keep bears. Um, yeah. Oh, that is so sad. She ran with her infant child in a go kart. The bear grabbed and killed the baby. That's all the information we have there. What's this? Okay. It looks like there is a reference here for an article. Let's click that and see what happens. Bear killed by a child. Oh, there's an article in the Montreal Gazette from October 6th, 1908. Let's have a look. See if this leads to anything. Wow. Oh, this is old. Okay. Bear with me. (laughs) Bear with me. (laughs) Ah oh, fuck! I'm talking about a dead baby. This is sad. Okay, um, I'm gonna see if I can read this article. Though the it's a very old um, it's a very old newspaper, and it's very hard to control the screen. Um, okay, the headline is bear killed a child. I love how simple things were back then. Tame, in quotation marks, animal became enraged and charged at spectators. Tucson, Arizona, October 5th, a terrible tragedy was enacted at Elysian Grove, a pleasure park where an immense black bear escaped from a, what, escaped from a cage yesterday and charged a throng of visitors. The animal, which had been raised in captivity from a cub, had been in the habit of drinking soda pop at the bar when he was, when he escaped, uh, sorry, and Mm, this is badly written, was in the habit of drinking soda pop at the bar, and when he escaped, he went there. He was driven away by attendants who attempted to force it back into its cage. The beast became enraged and charged the crowd. The wife of a Southern Pacific employee, Buzz Laird, a bus Laird, ran with a go-kart containing an infant. The bear pursued and snatched the infant and crushed it to death before its mother's eyes. Ugh it was attacking the woman when a shot from a policeman's revolver stopped it the bystanders opened a, fusilla- a fusillade fusillade i don't know what that is and killed the bear with a score of bullets the beast had been closely confined since a week ago when it attacked the small boy when it attacked small- so wow okay so this bear had actually attacked a small boy a week earlier um the- when it actually attacked again and killed the baby that's sad. This is cool, though. I, I probably should have been checking back through our list when there were references, so maybe I'll go back and see if there's anything interesting. Um, there's a reference here for John Dict, who had his arm ripped off, the guy before. Let's let's have a look. We'll, we maybe we'll click on two newspaper references if we can find them. What was the one that I said was really interesting that I wanted to know more about earlier? Um, where we have the son of the Mr. Leech. Oh, um, it was old old something. Old Ike? Was it old Ike? Yeah, Old Ike. Okay, I think there is a link here. There is a link here. Is that it? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Bear. Hold on there, Bear. 281. 281, Brown Gary, the Bear Almanac. Pages 200. Okay, let's have a look at this. I don't know what the Bear Almanac is. <clears throat> okay. It's taken me to a link to a book called the Bear Almanac uh and given me two pages to read. Let's have a look here. Oh, interesting. Look at this. The Bear Almanac, it seems to be a book about the exact thing that we're talking about. This might if this might have been a better reference uh, material than than what we used. Maybe we'll have to go back and um do another episode using the bear almanac. But look, a lot of the things that we've talked about today are on here. We've got um, Peter Lebeck, Hiram Nagel, Andy Sublette. These people are all on here. I imagine that this was probably used as uh, the, uh, the reference for this article. Old Ike. Should we read a bit about Old Ike? Okay. Old Ike, an experienced bear hunter, but considered by someone to be somewhat careless, Old Ike was killed by a grizzly bear in the spring or early summer of 1886... At the headwaters of the Salon River, Idaho, he was hurried, sorry, he was hurriedly following the bear and it pursued him to a dense squad of trees where it charged him. He fired one hasty shot, evidently wounding it, uh, wounding the animal, but not seriously enough to stop or cripple it. As two of his companions ran forward, they saw the bear seize him with his wide, with its, (laughs) with its widespread jaws, forcing him to the ground, describes Theodore Roosevelt in American Bears. Wow. This is this is so fascinating! Wow, Teddy Roosevelt said this. Um, Teddy Roosevelt said they shouted and fired, and the beast abandoned the fallen man on the instant and sullenly re- reabandoned the. Fa- oh God, let me say this again. They shouted and fired, and the beast abandoned the fallen man on the instant and suddenly retreated into the spa- the spruce thicket, with uh, <laughs> whither they dared not to follow. It their friend was. At his last gasp for the whole side of his chest had been crushed in one bite. Oh, yeah, interesting. This is a really interesting book. The Bear Almanac it was published in 1993, that's the year I was born. Uh, who wrote it? Doesn't say. Wow, interesting. Okay, we might have to have an episode of the Bear Almanac. Who else is here? Let's have a read of some of the people that we talked about. Fred Fritz. I don't think we talked about Fred Fritz. We Maybe we'll come to him later. Peter Lebec. We talked about Peter Lebec before. Killed by a grizzly bear on October 17th, 1837, at the site that it became Fort Tejon, Kern County, California. The Indians, and that's what's in the book. I'm going to change it. The Native Americans of the area related a story during the late 1800s of a person, assumed to be Lebec, who... Uh, P- uh, pursued a grizzly bear, shot it, and, believing it to be dead, approached it and was killed by the bear. His companions buried him at the site. Yikes. Okay, there's a quote here, too, um, in the middle of this book. Many... E- it says Eskimos. I know that's a slur, but it's in the book. I'm just going to have to read it. I don't know what to replace that with. Many Eskimos have been killed by polar bears. The great majority of them have been hunters while killed lancing or knifing bears at close quarters, says Richard Perry. We haven't gotten to any... Um, uh, polar bears yet, but I'm hoping we get there soon. Um, we're, we have a couple here. Um, name unknown. A bunch of name unknowns. Maybe we'll finish this episode, um, you know, listening to some name unknowns. Okay. Ernest Thompson Seton in Lives of Game Animals describes a tracker who was killed in Ontario, Canada in November 19... 19- oh, we're going into the 1990s. Oh, well... 1929 by a monstrous black bear with face and neck laden with festering porcupine quills. That's gross. Uh, Three New Mexicans shortly before 1850 attacked two grizzly bears. The encounter resulted in one dead bear, two dead hunters, with the other hunter badly mauled. A man was killed in the early days, and that's all it says, in the early days, by a grizzly bear in Strawberry Canyon, now part of the University of California campus, Berkeley, California, according to M.T. Carlton, in the burns of Beckel, uh, Berkeley, near Bodega. Bodega? Sonoma County in California in the mid-1800s, a young man armed only with pistols followed a mortally wounded bear into a thicket and was literally torn to pieces, according to Tracy Stoner and Lloyd Tevis in California Grizzly. And our final person, oh this one does have a name, Richard Wilson. Richard Wilson, a hunter and partner of Bear Howard, Wilson shot a grizzly bear with an inadequate rifle in Oak Creek Canyon, Sedona, Arizona. We talked about this guy. Didn't we? I'm sure we did. Alone, he followed the bear into the thicket where he was attacked. Attempted to climb a small tree, but was dragged down. We, we talked about that guy. Wow. Fascinating. There's so much information about these attacks. It's, it blows my mind. Let's get back to our list. Now, where we last left off, we had covered uh, two... No, we'd covered three bear attacks that occurred in the 1900s, um, including the death of a one-year-old baby that was attacked at a... Uh, an old-style theme park, I believe, uh, as well as um, three children aged three, five, and seven who were killed in in West Virginia. So... We have finally had our first. Finally, like I was looking forward to it. We've had our first children on the list. We've had our first female on the list. We've had some really old people on the list. The majority of these places, a uh, bear attacks occurred in California, um, but as we go through, I think that we're starting to get reportings from more and more places. So, um, our first story. This one is interesting. We don't have the name and we don't have a date. It's just alleged bear attack. This is from the 1910s. It's a brown bear attack. There is an alleged bear attack that occurred. Um, Unknown date, but it was before February 1914. It occurred in Helena, Montana. On the 14th of February 1914, in the mountains of Jackson's Creek, 10 miles south of Helena, Montana, a prospector named Pierce reported that he found the skeleton of a bear with a bullet wound in its skull, along with the dead skeleton of a dog. Uh, it would have to be a dead skeleton, sorry, with the skeleton of a dog and faded bits of a woman's dress in the bushes. Pierce did not find the body of a woman, but believed that the bear had been shot by a female berry picker after the bear had torn the woman's clothing and that the dog had attacked the wounded bear in which it had killed the dog. Pierce had been prevented from looking for any human remains by a decent snowfall. Recent snowfall, not decent. I was thinking that was a weird choice of words. Like, very judgmental of the snow anyway uh this story was reprinted in a longer version as woman killed in battle with bear by other newspapers uh there are references here i could click but i don't think this is that interesting maybe later we'll go back our next story occurred on the, uh, sorry, the 8th of September in 1916, so two years after this, roughly. Uh, Frank Welch, 61 year old male, uh, was killed by a wild bear in Yellowstone National Park, Wyoming. Welch was killed at a camp near Sylvie- uh, Sylvan Pass while carrying a load of hay and oats. Men from the camp killed the bear with a dynamite trap. That, well, we're going to have to like look that up. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> wow okay a dynamite trap okay uh, this link has taken me to slate.com uh oh interesting I believe this article is talking about a recent bear attack which we won't go into but I'll see if I can find references to a dynamite trap huh let's let's do a good old control F look for dynamite. Here we go. Okay. The first extensively documented death by a grizzly within Yellowstone Park's borders was the fatal mauling of 61-year-old government labourer Frank Welch in 1916, and the park's first extensively documented judicial execution of a grizzly bear soon followed. Some historians suspect that the bear killed Welch... Sorry, suspect the bear that killed Welch was an abnormally ill-tempered because his toes had been ripped off when he escaped from a trap in 1912. Whatever the bear's motivation, though, Welch's fellow laborers decided that old Two-Toes deserved to die for his crime. Men from the road camp where Welch had been working placed some edible garbage in front of a barrel filled with dynamite. When the bear began to eat, they blew it to smithereens. That was how grizzlies were treated if they injured humans in the early days of Yellowstone. They were killed. This is obviously part of a bigger article, but still very interesting. So that's what they mean by a... um. Uh, a dynamite trap. They just mean a barrel filled with garbage and explosives. I love old people. They're just so creative. It's like a bunch of toddlers who have that same mindset. Okay, we're moving forward. Now, we've gone into uh, the 1920s. Uh... You know, 1920s, bear attack. Okay, brown bear attack. Let's go through these three first. Joseph B. Frenchy Durette was a 60-year-old male who was attacked by a brown bear on June 12, 1922 in, oh, Ab Saroka, Beartooth Wilderness, Montana. That's a very appropriate place to get attacked by a bear. Durette was attacked and partially devoured by a huge grizzly bear. Durette crawled 1.5 miles, which is 2.4 kilometers for everyone else in the world listening, back towards the ranch and died in Frenchy Meadow on Slough Creek. That's sad, Frenchy. Um, our next victim, Percy Goodair. More like Percy Badair, because he's dead. Hey... This is a long time ago. I feel like that's allowed. Percy Goodair, 52-year-old male, uh, was killed in Jasper National Park in Alberta in Canada. Uh, Goodair, a Parks Canada warden, was killed by a bear when patrolling in the Tonquin Valley on September 12, 1929. Uh, not that interesting of a story, but still sad. Let's move on. Jack Thayer, 31-year-old male. Uh, just a few... Just... Ooh, not a... About a month after that previous attack, uh, October 16, 1929, was attacked by a wild grizzly bear in Admiralty Island, Alaska. I've never heard of that place. Admiralty Island. Thayer, a U.S. Forest Service employee, and Fred Herring, an assistant, encountered a brown bear at close range while conducting a timber survey on the southeast southeast of Admiralty Island. Thayer shot the bear while Herring retreated to a tree, but the wounded bear mauled Thayer, who died later that evening. Uh, wow. Okay, so Herring knew what to do, which just climb a tree. Although apparently I've heard that's not that helpful because bears are apparently really, really good climbers, particularly black bears. I've seen videos of black bears just hauling crev up trees. I don't know if it's the same for brown bears. Maybe they, they're they a lot bigger than black bears, so maybe they struggle to climb Um I don't know. Don't take my word for it. Okay. We are moving forward now. We're still in the 1920s. Um, and it's again in 1929. Um, but this is a black bear this time. Uh, this person was less than 10 years old. She was a female. Her name was Olga Gregorchuk. Uh, so maybe some sort of Russian background. Ola Gregorchuk um, was killed near Late du Bonnet in uh, Manitoba. Manitoba. The great thing about talking about stories from North America is that I've heard a lot of these names in pop culture throughout my life. So the, tr- the pronunciation isn't a struggle, as much of a struggle as when it's an Indian story or a Russian story. So I do appreciate that. Thanks, North America. Gregorchuk was minding her four-year-old brother, Bill Gregorchuk, while their parents were out working on the farm, sure, that's that's what that's what I'd call it too. If I was out fucking my wife, I'm working the farm. You stay here with your little brother, a large 420-pound bear. Oh, 420, blaze it! Black bear chased Olga and her brother into their family farm house, where it knocked the door in, attacked Olga, dragged her out, and ate her. Okay, I'm sorry for making jokes before. That's sad. By the time her body was found, it had been consumed, with the exception of her head. Okay, that makes it worse. A small gravestone in Red Deer Cemetery, Manitoba, describes her death. That's... Mm, this one requires follow-up. Let's have a look. Oh, no. I'm just seeing the... Headline. Of bears and women investigating the hypothesis that menstruation attracts bears... This looks like it's an article from the University of Montana. Uh, how many, what page do I have to go to? Does it say? Give me one moment. It doesn't say. I'm not reading the whole fucking thing. This is a university article from 1988. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm not reading this whole thing. (laughs) There are periods of track bears. That's all I can think of when I read that. Okay. Uh, okay, into the 1930s. Our list is getting longer and longer for every decade that we pass through. Uh, there are quite a few entries. Again, only black bear and brown bear so far. Polar bear, not yet, but I think there are a couple on this list. So our first attack that we're going to talk about that occurred in the, uh, in the 1930s was Emerson Joyce, who is a six-year-old male. Um, he was attacked and killed. Uh, or, or sorry, was attacked on June 2nd, uh, eighteen. Sorry, 1930, in Watertown, New York. Uh, this is a black bear attack. The female black bear, who recently had her cubs taken away, killed her feeder Joyce. This occurred in the John C. Thompson Park Zoo. Yep, that, well, if you take anyone else's kids away, they'd beat the shit out of you, so I don't know why you'd expect it different from a bear. Uh, our next victim... Peter Matthew Ryan was aged five years old when he was killed on October 9th, 1932, in Albion, New York. This was a captive bear as well. Ryan was attacked after trying to get a close look at a pet bear. The bear was tied to a fence at Mount Albion Cemetery after a truck transporting it broke it down. Oh, wow. That's just unlucky, I guess. Imagine if you were at a cemetery there, like, visiting your, like, dead great-grandmother or something like that, and there's a freaking bear... I would want the pat the bear too, um, poor kid. Jesus. Okay, another kid. God damn it, uh, another one. In New, that's three in New York in a row in the nineteen thirties. Grant Taylor was an eleven year old male, uh, was attacked on October second, nineteen thirty three, by a captive black bear in Brookhaven, New York. Um, this one seems to have quite a bit of information, so let's here we go. Um, on his walk, no way. On his walk home from school, Taylor stopped to feed an apple to a bear tethered in front of an inn. What the fuck are we doing? This is New York. I know, I get that New York isn't just like New York City, but it's still like regional enough that I wouldn't be expecting to see bears tied up. You know, this is less than 100 years ago, too. There was a bear tethered in front of him he tried to give it an apple. The bear mauled Taylor and crushed him against the wire cage. Motorists stopped and used sticks and stones to try and separate the bear from Taylor. Eventually, a man operating a nearby roadside stand came and shot and killed the bear. An examination revealed that the bear hadn't eaten in two days. The inn had two bears that were trapped for five years previously in the uh, Adrian Dax uh, and were frequently fed by passers-by. Both bears were killed. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You shouldn't keep bears as pets. I don't think they're pet material. Get a cat. I have a little cat here, it's my girlfriend's cat, I love her to bits, and she hates me and swipes at my feet. Okay, William, finally, not a child, although the name kind of sounds like it's a kid. William Thomas Bill Brown Jr. was 64 years old. Whew. He lived a good life, it's fine. November 11th, 1934, was killed by a captive bear in uh, Pecos County in Texas. Brown was killed while trying to recapture a bear from his roadside zoo. Fuck, he owned the zoo. A posse shot and killed the bear. (laughs) That's so Texan. A posse shot the bear and killed it. From his roadside zoo. I'm not saying this guy was asking for it. We don't blame victims here. But if you operate a roadside zoo and you don't just have a posse ready, yeah, you might die from a bear attack. Uh, Another older male... 54, that's mid- midlife, Clarence Stanley, a 54-year-old man, um, was killed in man, uh, Sorry, Mankato in Minnesota, November 11th, 1940, 1934, the exact same day. Wow. The exact same day that William Thomas Bill Brown Jr. was killed by his bear from his zoo, uh, Clarence Stanley was also killed. Stanley was mauled by a bear that he tried to raise from a cub. Sorry, was killed... F- Stanley was mauled by a bear that he had raised from a cub. The cage bear attacked Stanley when he tried to re- retrieve a purse that had been dropped inside the bear's cage. So did this guy run a like zoo as well? These fucking assholes don't run zoos with bears that if you're not like licensed and, you know, equipped to deal with it. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, our final uh, black bear story from the 1930s. This is a Tufa. Ooh. A tufa. we don't get lots of these. George Langley, 55, and James Virtue, 68, were both killed by a captive black bear on October 15th, 1936. Langley owned a gas station where he kept a bear! Why do you need a... Why do you need a fucking bear at your gas station in 1936? What is happening? They say a lot about America. I know a lot of my listeners are from America, and I love you. I, I really do. They say a lot about how America is like, it's a, it's a empire in decline right now. The country is fucked. It's divided. And it's more divided than ever. But at least you don't have fucking bears at petrol stations. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do. I don't know. After entering the bear's cage, defeated Langley and his helper were attacked. The bear was shot and killed. Yeah, cool. Great. So in this list so far... There are now two kinds of cliches. Number one is a hunter who shoots a bear and doesn't think it, thinks it's dead and goes to finger it or touch it or do something, and the bear wakes up and kills them. That's number one. Now, number two, thanks to people in Minnesota and Texas and Maine and Brookhaven, New York, um, it's a bear that's owned by someone at a fucking Pepsi station or, a, I don't know, like a service station or a uh, 7-Eleven. I don't know. Weird, weird stuff. Okay, we're going back down to some brown bear stuff now um, in the 30s. Hopefully, there's less bullshit, stupid stuff, but we're, we're going to have to see. Um, Thomas Earle, 56-year-old male, was killed by a captive bear. Okay, not a great start. Earl was a zookeeper at the Cleveland Brookside Zoo. All right, well, at least that seems to be an actual zoo, not just some roadside petting shit. He was mauled by a brown bear when feeding it in its pen. After a vicious struggle, police shot the bear. Earl was also... Oh, God. Earl was also mistakenly shot. However, it was determined that he was already dead. Yeah. Hey, I would probably also say that the guy was already dead if I shot and killed someone, wouldn't you? Um, Earlier that day, Earl had been fired from his job. So, interesting. Maybe he shouldn't be feeding the bear. That was in Cleveland, Ohio, by the way. Um, Which... I'm not prepared to say that, like, that's the first sort of big city that this has happened in, but it's the first, like, n- major city that I've recognised on this list. Um, John McDonald was 70 years old when he was attacked by a wild bear near Dawson in Yukon Territory in, I think, Canada. Yukon, R- Yukon River and Yukon is in Canada, right? I know it's north, it's cold. October 1932 is when this occurred. McDonald's mutilated body was initially found in the wilderness 20 miles, or 32 kilometers for the normal people playing at home, north of Dawson. McDonald's corpse was moved into a cabin, and before police arrived, the bear broke into the cabin and scattered the remains. McDonald was a woodcutter who lived alone in a shack on the Yukon River. That sounds delightful. He was 70, though, so maybe he was lonely. Aww. Okay, our final bear attack that we're going to talk about from the 1930s, final brown bear attack. Charles Wyman, who was 76 years old, was attacked on July 18th, 1934 by a captive bear in Denver, Colorado. Wyman, a zookeeper, classic, was attacked by two grizzly bears. Oh God, he was attacked by two. Oh he was attacked by two grizzly bears at the Denver Zoo after spraying them with a water hose. It was speculated that the bears were in a foul mood due, due to warm weather. The bears were also shot. Mm. Well, you know, here's an example of one where I think he was just trying to be nice. It's hot. It's a hot day and he sprayed him down with a hose, but they don't like that, apparently. Okay, let's move on. We're going into the 1940s. Okay, Our, we'll we'll stick with brown bears for now. Okay, our first story in the 1940s, June 14, 1941. Thomas Miller, who was 28 years old, was attacked and killed in Detroit, Michigan, another pretty large city. Miller, a carnival employee, was struck on the head by a bear from Canada. The bear occurred, sorry, the attack occurred when Miller took the bear out of its cage to perform tricks for his wife. So... This guy got bonked really hard on the head and died. Is essentially what they're telling us here. Nice, good one. Martha Henderson. Sorry, Martha Hansen. Martha Hansen was 45 years old. Uh, the attack occurred in Yellowstone National Park again. This is the second on our list from Yellowstone. Um, if you remember previously, I think was it this episode? Um, yes, the they killed another bear in the 30s or maybe it was the 20s, um, with a dynamite trap, which is just a bunch of garbage with dynamite shoved in it. Um, this, was, this occurred on uh, August 23rd, 1942. Martha Hansen left her cabin to go to the restroom. As she rounded a corner, she surprised a bear and was mauled. Hansen was taken to the hospital and died four days later due to injuries sustained from the attack. Hansen's sister sought and eventually successfully received compensation for expenses incurred to her care. Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed a bill in 1944 granting the family $1,894.95. There you go. That's not only is that the second president that we've had mentioned um, in this series, but the second Roosevelt, because Teddy Roosevelt uh, commented on the death of one of our uh, victims in the previous episode as well. There you go. That, that is interesting. Wow. She died, unfortunately. Very sad. Richard Havman. Havman. man Will you have a man? I'd love a man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Richard Havman was 68 years old, uh, was attacked by a captive bear, brown bear, on December 11th, 1942, in San Diego. Okay, Havman, a... That sounds like the Robert said to Haverman. Haverman was an animal trainer who was attacked by a Himalayan brown bear at the San Diego Zoo. Wow. Okay, so this may be the first bear attack on this list that was perpetrated by a bear that was not born or at least not like one of the North American species. Himalayan brown bears are from the Himalayas, which you might have guessed. Uh, Just like pink rock salt. Um, They're imported in mass for no reason. Okay, Final brown bear story from the 40s. This is September 10, 1945. I think the was the war over by September 10th? I think it was. So this person, this eight-year-old boy, lived to see the war end and then got eaten by a bear. Um in Seattle, Washington. Uh a famously sunny city, Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Strand was attacked while playing with a pet bear. Do I Do I need to remind you how I feel about this? The bear also bit a neighbour who attempted to rescue Strand. The bear was taken to Woodland Park Zoo. Well, that's nice. They didn't kill the bear for once. That's lovely. We're going to move forward now to the 1940s um, black bear attacks. There are three here, and we may end our little series here, uh, this episode at least, uh, and we'll go on... How much longer do we have? Oh, no, we've got ages. We've got so many bear stories stretching from the 50s to, to the current day. So what we might do is we'll do these three stories from the 40s, and then we'll do all the stories in the 50s, and then we'll go from 1960 all the way to the present day. That's a good 60 years for the final episode. Okay, uh, the 1940s black bear attacks include Carl Hendrick, who was 37 years old. The attack occurred on November 23rd, 1943, in West Townshend, or Town Townshend? Townshend, Vermont. If you're from Vermont, tell me if I'm pronouncing that correct. Henrik was hunting in West Townsend, Vermont, and his body was found with a blackened face and scratches. His rifle and bear tracks were found nearby. A theory is that Henrik shot the bear, thought it was dead, and then squeezed to death when he approached. Classic Anton Rauch. 59 years old, was killed by a captive bear in Chicago, Illinois on August 2nd, 1945. Rout, Rouch, a worker at the Lincoln Park Zoo was attacked while cleaning the bear's cage. And Carol Ann Pomer, uh, Pomeranke, Pomeranke was three years old. Very sad. Um, on July 7th, 1948 in Marquette National Forest in Michigan, Pomeranki was taken by a bear outside of a home, on the Merak National Forest, now known as the Hiawatha uh, National Forest in Michigan. She was dragged for 91 meters, which is 100 yards. The bear was tracked and killed. Yeah. A lot of these guys, like the older guys who run these weird zoos, I I have like, like less sympathy for. But the children who were just in their houses or just playing outside and get taken by a bear, obviously that's very sad and, and super devastating. Oh, okay. Let's let's go into the fifties and let's try to pick one of these that's interesting enough for us to do a follow up through one of the um one of the sources that they've included here. Uh, brown bear attacks in the fifties. Willie's Willie uh, Wileys Willie's McBride question mark We don't know the age, but it was a male. September nineteenth, nineteen fifty five, near Eureka, Alaska. McBride was mauled while hunting alone. The bear was not found. Paul. Lemery, a 28-year-old male, uh, October 9th, 1956, was killed by a captive uh, brown bear in Libertyville, Illinois. Uh, Lemery, an animal trainer, was attacked when taking a bear out of its cage. He was preparing for a television appearance with the bear. Um, there is another story that happens later on, and I did want to cover it. Uh, I think your name's, the bear's name was Rocky, but a similar bear doing a TV appearance attacked its trainer as well. Kenneth Scott um, was a 29-year-old hunter who was attacked by a bear on the 22nd of October 1956 near Augusta, Montana. While elk hunting, a hunter in Scott's group was attacked and the bear was shot and wounded. When they went back in to kill the bear, Scott's uh, Scott's gun jammed and the bear mauled him. The bear was later killed by another hunter. What a shit... Bachelor party, that would have been if you were out. Sam Adams, a 45-year-old male, was killed on October 27th, 1955 by a wild bear near Ovando in Montana. Again, Montana is probably coming up to be one of these places that constantly are wrought with bear attacks. Adams was missing after hunting near the Continental Divide northeast of uh, Missoula. His rifle was found smashed into three parts. Laboratory studies showed evidence that Adams was in a fight with a bear, which was described as probably a grizzly. I think I'm going to see if I can find the article on that one. That sounds interesting. It's a newspaper article from 1959 in the Sarasota Journal. Okay. Hunter loses death struggle with hungry bear. Sorry, these articles are so hard to read. Grizzly. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. This is the article from the... uh, What did I say it was? The Missoula something? Doesn't matter. I'll find it. Okay. Uh, Missoula, Montana. Authorities have made laboratory studies today of evidence that a missing hunter was killed and eaten after a battle with a bear, probably a grizzly mute evidence of the struggle was found by a search party in a mountain meadow near over, uh, over overdue Ovindo, high on the western sh- uh, s- sorry it's very hard to read uh, western slopes of the continental divide northeast of here It may solve the mystery of what happened to Sam Adams, who was about 45 years old, of Missoula. He vanished last October 27th while hunting with two companions. His friends, Ed Hodges, 40 years old, and Calvin Trusty, 52 years old, both of Missoula, led the search party in the area when the three hunters had to split up. Heavy snow prevented earlier searching. The party found Adam's rifle smashed into three parts, his wallet, shoes, and tattered bits of clothing, and they also found bear signs and remnants of half-digested clothing, human bones, and hair. The shoes were scarred with teeth marks. Evidence of, uh, evidence of the battle Battle was strewn in a 50-foot circle. Special Deputy Charles uh, Sh- uh, Schmildeck head of the Missoula County rescue effort, constructed this story with the evidence. It looks like Adams wounded a bear. He used all but two cartridges in the battle, but was hurt. He apparently crawled along a log and tried to light a fire to get warm. He He removed... How do I read this? Oh, he removed the shoelaces, probably to use as a tourniquet. Then it looks like he fired his last two bullets to summon aid. Oh, like as a flare. Then the bear reappeared, and Adams used his gun as a club. Schmildeck, great, said the enraged animal either devoured the body on the spot, bones and all, or dragged most of the... And I'm going to stop here because a lot of the article is now blurred out, but I'll do my best. Um, Schmildeck said the enraged animal either devoured the body on the spot, bones and all, or dragged most of the bones out of the den buried them, and buried them. He posed... Uh, he pointed out that it was close to hibernation time when Adams disappeared, and the evidence indicates activity that Adams was killed and eaten in a wild battle with a battle with a hungry bear. Uh, Schmieldak said, "Well, there you go. It's nice to get a little bit of in- extra information on these people." Uh, okay, our final four, five stories. We're going to talk about five black bear attacks that occurred in the 1950s, and then we're going to move on to our scratch of the day. Um, Rupert Huckins, sorry, Robert Huckins, 18 years old, was killed on September 19, 1952, by a captive black bear in Crawford Notch State Park in New Hampshire. After feeding a bear in a cage, Huckins was chased and killed. The bear also injured three other people and was eventually shot and killed with 13 gunshots. Rudolf Geyer, 50 years old, was killed by a uh, wild black bear on November 19th, 1952, near Anchorage, Alaska. Gaia and a black bear were found dead at a remote mountain cabin. The... (laughs) I just got a very dark image just then. What were those two doing in that cabin? I wonder if his wife knew. An investigator concluded that Gaia shot the bear after it entered his cabin and before dying, the bear fatally clawed Gaia yeah unlikely story as if they weren't having an affair um Andrew Mark Palmer was a three-year-old uh Ara- on August 11th 1953 killed in Flagstaff Arizona while Palmer was playing with his grandparents pet bear he was mauled fuck's sake oh the bear was shot and killed by a neighbor <sighs> there's no point in saying anything you know what I'm feeling Barbara Coates, another seven-year-old girl. Maybe she was killed by her grandparents, too. Let's see. August 12th, 1958. No, this was a wild bear in Jasper National Park, Alberta, Canada. While Coates was picking berries outside of her family's Suntwapa Falls cottage, a black bear bear appeared. Coates ran to the cottage, uh, but the bear chased and mauled her. Okay. That one's innocent. No, Not maligning that person at all. And our final bear story for today. Linden Hooper, or Linden Hooper, I'm sorry, Linden Hooper, 51-year-old male, was killed on September 6, 1959, near Cadomin in Alberta, Canada. This is a wild attack too. Hooper was fishing alone when attacked 20 miles out from Cadomin, Alberta. His mutilated body was found in a stream. Three days later, a forest ranger shot a bear. 80.8 kilometers from where Hooper's body was recovered. It was later discovered that the bear's stomach contained human hair. There you go. That last one might be one of the most innocent stories. That's um, not a child. A lot of these other men were either hunting bears or hunting elk or uh, fucking owned the bear and fucked around with them. But this guy was just fishing. Um, so, very sad. Of course, all the children involved, obviously, 100% innocent. Um, I don't want to malign any of the victims too much, but, look, if you own a fucking roadside zoo, or you just tie up a bear next to your petrol station, I don't know what else to tell you, man. You're probably going to get scratched by a bear at some point in your life. special treat our first bear that we're covering today is the polar bear this is the first time a polar bear has been on our list uh we've been looking forward to it for a while unfortunately there is not a lot of information about this attack uh so i'm probably going to straight up uh you know, follow the link to the uh, to the, the 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 resource that this came from. So our first uh, victim today was Pauloski Miko, who was a nineteen-year-old male uh, who died in Churchill, Manitoba, uh, and I think that's Canada. Let's have a look, Manitoba. Yeah, it's in Canada. Uh, On November 17th, 1968, Miko's throat was slashed by a polar bear and he died less than two hours after the attack. The bear was shot by the police. That's literally all the information that um, we've been given uh, in this, uh, uh, what am I saying? In this article. But um, I'm going to open up this link and see what it says. This looks like it's a article. What is this? Uh, The... November 18, 1968, article of the Ottawa Citizen. Uh, let me read you this article. This might be all we have. Polar Bear... Okay, so... By the way, they in the uh, article, they call him an Eskimo. I'm pretty sure that that's like, not a term that people like to be called anymore, so uh, bear with me. I'm just, I'm just going to go with what the article says. Uh, so I'm just quoting here, okay? Polar Bear kills Eskimo student at Churchill. Churchill... Uh, what was it called Manitoba? I can't remember what it was called. Uh, a polar bear attacked and killed an Eskimo student on Sunday as his schoolmates looked on helplessly. Poloski Miko, nineteen, of the Great Whale River, Quebec, killed less than two ou- died less than two hours after the attack, which occurred in the heart of Fort Churchill, a subarctic community of 2,500 near here. The youth's throat, the youth's throat was slashed. S H Urich, an official of the National Research Council base here, said that there is an unusually large number of bears around Fort Churchill this year because of the late freeze-up which has kept them off Hudson Bay. This is a quote. They keep congregating in town and around the dump. I saw a dozen at noon on Sunday at the dump. They kept walking in between the cars. There were up to 30 people out there taking pictures. Mr Urich said that the bears that attacked uh, the vocational school student were shot by the police within 20 minutes. Uh, excuse me. Oh, that's the end of the article. Sorry, I thought there was like a whole other part. That's literally all the information we have to go from from that one. So our first polar bear attack, not a lot of information there, unfortunately. Moving on, uh, we have some brown bear attacks. We have three brown bear attacks that have occurred in the 1960s. Our first is Michelle Coons, who was 19 years old at the time. Uh, she was attacked and died, I believe, on the 13th of August 1967 by a wild brown bear in Glacial National Park, uh, Glacier National Park in Montana. Coons was camping with a group at the Trout Lake campsite. A bear invaded their camp and while other campers climbed into trees, Coons was caught in her sleeping bag and attacked. The incident became widely known as the Night of the Grizzlies when two young women were separately uh, separately attacked in Glacier National Park, Montana by grizzly bears. Although Higgleston and Coons were killed on the same night, these were separate attacks by different bears approximately 9 miles 14 kilometers apart. Both bears were killed two nights after their attacks. Okay, well, let's move straight on, because obviously there is a second attack to talk about, which is Julie Heagelson, who is 19 as well. Of course, the attack occurred on the same night, August 13, 1967, also by a wild brown bear at Glacial National Park. Glacier National Park. I don't know why I keep mispronouncing it. While camping near Granite Park Chalet, Heagelson was dragged from her tent. Her boyfriend was also severely mauled. This incident became widely known as the Night of the Grizzlies when two young women were separately attacked in Glacier National Park, Montana, by grizzly bears. So there you go. That's the first time we've got two separate separate accounts on the same day and night. Uh, sorry, date and night. Uh, but from separate bear attacks we did have a bear that attacked uh two different people but it was the same bear and it was at the same place okay a final brown bear attack of the 60s occurred march 31st 1969 by a captive brown bear in fort leonard wood in missouri the victim's name was russell ringer who was a 49 year old man ringer was crushed by his pet bear which had no teeth or claws as he entered its cage for a wrestling match at the military base fucking dumb holy shit are you serious? Ugh I hate that. Where this is like nineteen sixty nine. This is modern. This is recent. And there's dickheads still fighting bears and wrestling matches at military bases. This is also cringe. It had no teeth and claws. Obviously it was declawed and detoothed. And if it was by this guy, um yeah, it's his pet bear. Fuck this guy. I think he mutilated his own bear. I'm glad he died, if that's the case. If it's not the case and I'm aligning him for no reason, I'll apologize, but Jesus. Let's actually, you know what? Let's read more about that. Because that is fucked. Okay, Toothless Bear Kills Trainer. We have a, we have a, yep, an article in the Sarasota Journal from April 1st, 1969. Let's have a look at this and see what it says. Okay, um, Toothless Bear Kills Trainer, Fort Leonard Wood, uh, a four-year-old brown, uh, Re- Sorry. Okay. A four year old brown Russian bear without teeth and claws killed its owner or- and trainer at a carnival Sunday night. Russell Ringer, 49 years old, of Newbury, Michigan, was crushed when he entered the bear cage to muzzle the bear for their wrestling act as the carnival opened. This. Mil- at this military post. His assistant, Willard Duro of Newbury, said Ringer apparently slipped and was wrestled down by the bear. Del Roar, the carnival owner, said the bear weighed between 700 and 800 pounds and was too tall to stand in a seven-foot cage. Its teeth and claws had been extracted for safety. Fuck off. Whose safety? Yours? You fucking didn't need to put him in a cage. Anyway, um... What? Is there more? Sorry. These articles are very difficult to read. Uh, no, that, that that was the end of it. There's something about a prostitute, and there's a dear Abbey here. Uh, <laughs> all right, reading old newspapers is such a kick. You should you should do it sometime. Okay, well I, I I'll stand by it. Russell Ring and go fuck yourself. I'm glad you got eaten by a bear. Not eaten. You just got squashed. Okay, moving on. Um. You have six black bear attacks that occurred in the 1960s that have been documented here on this list. The first of which is William Strandberg, who is a 51-year-old 50, male who died on August 16th, 1963 by a wild bear uh, near Fairbanks, Alaska. I've got to tell you that the um, when I'm going through this list, when I see the word captive, my heart sinks a little bit because it's always something stupid. It's always a pet bear that... W- had its teeth ripped out for a wrestling match, or it was someone's bear that they kept chained up at a gas station or at a roadside zoo or something. So whenever it's it's wild, at least I feel feel more bad for the victims, generally speaking. Okay, so William Strandberg, uh, near Fairbanks, Alaska. A bear killed Strandberg approximately 160 miles, which is 260 kilometers, west of Fairbanks. Strandberg was a member of a prominent Alaskan mining family. Great. Sydney Smith was killed by a bear on September 17, 1964. He was 26 years old at the time. The attack occurred near Shefferville in Quebec. Smith, a technician on a radar line, was attacked by a black bear in a remote area. There was evidence that Smith had tried to defend himself with a hunting knife. Okay. Vernon Savola, 51 years old, was attacked on July 2nd, 1965 by a wild bear in Atkin, Minnesota in Aitken, sorry, Minnesota. Savula was attacked when he was fishing in a stream and his body was dragged 18 metres. Phyllis Tremper, and again, this is a child, three-year-old female, uh, a, pet ba- a pet bear dragged Tremper into its cage at the Ponderosa Trailer Park in Prescott, Arizona. The bear's owner shot and killed it. That occurred on September 7th, 1966, in Prescott, Arizona. Uh it's really sad when the kids are involved. It's even sadder when it's like some adult's fault that they just kept the bear around his children. Um, Susan Duckett, eleven. Unfortunately, another child, eleven-year-old female, uh, died August eighth, nineteen sixty-seven, from a wild bear this time, near Ot. Uh, sorry, Okanagan. Oh, whoa, 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 sorry. Ok- Okanagan Landing, Okanagan Landing in British Columbia. Duckett and a friend were picnicking by Okanagan Lake. They went for a walk uphill and encountered a bear standing on its hind legs. The girls ran away but Duckett was caught. A man tracked down the bear and killed it with six shots. That's sad. Let's th- let's look that one up. That sounds really sad. Um what do we have here? Uh oh, okay, we have a uh, an article in the Oxnard Press Courier from August 9th, 1967. The title reads: "Bear Kills Girl on Picnic Then Pays with Its Own Life, uh, Vernon, Canada." An 11-year-old girl picnicking in the scenic Okanagan area was attacked and killed Tuesday by a marauding black bear. The bear, a four-year-old male, attacked and dragged Susan Duckett of Hanley, British Columbia, off into the brush while her nine-year-old companion escaped to safety. The group of n- uh, nearby cottages tracked down the bear, and shot it and killed it. Susan, daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Lewis S. Duckett, was holidaying with her family near uh, Whiteman's Creek across Okanagan Lake from Okanagan Landing. She went on a picnic in the hills Tuesday morning with her friend Jennifer McHugh, nine years old, of North Vancouver, British Columbia. Jennifer later described what happened. After we walked up the hill for about half an hour, we sat down to have a rest, she said. We were looking down over the lake when we first saw the bear standing on its hind feet. We both started to scream and run for home. I ran straight down the hill and Susan was behind me. She seemed quite close by. She, sorry, she seemed quite close by her screams. Then I heard a funny scream, different from the rest. That was the last I heard. When I looked around, I didn't see anything. A doctor on the scene said Susan probably almost died immediately. Gordon, uh, let me see, Gordon. Uh, well, uh, what is it? Gordon Hogue of Edmonton. A doctor on the... Oh, sorry. Gordon Hogue of Edmonton, Alberta, organised a search party to find the girl. He said it took six shots to kill the bear. Wildlife officials say it is very rare for a black bear, other than a mother with cubs, to attack humans. The bear was examined and found to be healthy and well-fed. Okay. Very sad there. The final uh, bear attack we're going to talk about from the 1960s is that of Jack Ottertail, who was a 53-year-old man who died on October 1st, 1968, near uh, Atikokan, Ontario. Ottertail was killed while on a walk. A bear, found, a bear found near the body was shot and killed. That's all the information there is. Okay. Let's just move, swoo okay, let's move straight into the 1970s. And as a little treat, I can see that the first three attacks are all from polar bears. So we've gone from zero to 100 here. Um, the first person we're going to talk about is Richard Hale, who is a 19-year-old man. He was attacked by a captive polar bear on January 19, 1972, in Toledo, Ohio. Hale's body was found at the bottom of the polar bear's grotto at the Toledo Zoo. Grotto is just another word for, like artificial cave um there is evidence that Hale was under the influence of drugs at the time of the attack let's have a read of this article uh okay there's two there's two articles here we could look at zoo death still a mystery from the toledo blade and mauling by bear rule and accident let's read that one that seems to be more uh reputable the nashua telegraph okay um Mauling by bear rule an accident. This is from an article in The Telegraph, January 26, 1972. Toledo, Ohio. The mauling death of Richard Hale, 19 years old, in the polar bear grotto at the Toledo Zoo last week, has been ruled as accidental by Lucas County Coroner Dr. Harry uh, Minure Min- uh, Min- I don't know how to say his name. Min- he said on Monday, he based the ruling on a court decision that, that the death of a person under the influence of drugs must be considered accidental. Uh, Minure said faint evidence of methadone was found in Hale's body. He said the youth had a history of drug usage and was known to have been under the influence as of late, as late as 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Hale's body was found in the grotto shortly after 9 a.m. on Wednesday. Okay, so ruled, ruled an accident. I don't know. Yeah, of course. Unless he was pushed, I don't know how he ended up in there. Okay, um, Richard Pernitsky was an 18 year old male killed by another polar bear, this time wild, in Inuvik, Northwest Territories. Um, the death occurred on the 5th of January, 1975. Pern- Pernitsky, that's the name, Pernitsky, was mauled at an Imperial oil exploration site. The bear was later shot and killed. Our final polar bear uh, attack in the 1970s was Lafayette Herbert, who was 30, uh, 43 years old. Um, the attack occurred in Baltimore, in Maryland, obviously by a captive bear, as polar bears are, are not native to um, areas that south of the United States. Um, August 26, 1976, Herbert, who had a history of mental illness, was killed after he climbed into the polar bear enclosure at Baltimore Zoo. That. Yeah, let's, let's look that one up, that sounds interesting. There is an article in the Gettysburg Times, the Baltimore Sun, and the Baltimore Afro-American. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Times, the Gettysburg Times, actually. Let's read this. Okay. Uh, man's body mauled by bears in zoo Baltimore city police are trying to identify the body of a man who, uh, was found early Thursday morning in a bear enclosure at the Baltimore zoo. No wallet was found on the body, but about $70 was in the man's pockets along with several telephone numbers, including that of local, uh, of the local office of the federal Bureau of Investigation. That's really interesting. It took police almost three hours to climb above the cage and use grappling hooks and ropes to remove the body from the pit. They used tear gas canisters to force the five bears in the enclosure away from the body. Uh, Dr. Holmes, guard of the medical examiner's office, said the man had a gash on his head, bites on his left leg, claw marks on his back, and evidence of injuries from a uh, blunt instrument on his head. Arthur Watson, head of the zoo, said the animals behaved in an instinctive fashion. Something invaded their house and they defended their house, he said. Police said the victim resembled the lone man seen climbing the zoo wall about 10 minutes before the body was found. The body, which had been dragged into the bear's normal feeding area, was said to be that of a black man between 25 and 30 years old about five foot tall, weighing 134 pounds with light brown curly hair and badly uh, badly decomposed front teeth. Okay. Oops. Oh, I got out of the whole list. Bummer. One moment. How do I get history? History. There it is. Okay. Back to the 70s. We're talking about brown bears and like I said in the previous episode we're getting a lot of information so I'm going to go through some of these a bit faster than I did in the last episodes we're talking about brown bears now the first brown bear victim in the 70s was Harvey Cardinal 48 years old attacked on January 14, 1970, near Fort, uh, Fort St. John, British Columbia. Cardinal was attacked and partially eaten while hunting near Doig River. The bear had a gum infection and was shot and killed. Harry Walker, 25-year-old male, was killed on June 25, 1972, by a wild brown bear in Yellowstone National Park, Wyoming. I think that's the third time that place has come up on this list. Walker was attacked by a bear that was feeding on food that was left out at his campsite near Old Faithful Inn. Presumably near the old faithful uh geyser, I think that would be. Wilth oh, this is an interesting name. Wilth Etherington was fifty year, fifty-one years old when he was killed by a bear on September 25th, 1973, near Banff National Park, Alberta. Etherington, a biologist with the Canadian Wildlife Service and a photographer, were helping with the relocation of a troublesome grizzly bear in Banff National Park. The bear had recently been trapped and sedated when the two men approached the bear at charge and attacked Etherington. Our next victim was Jay Reeves, a 35-year-old man who was attacked and killed in Ismbeck National Wildlife Refuge in Alaska on the 3rd of August 1974. Reeves was camping alone on the Alaskan Peninsula near Cold Bay. A fisherman discovered a camp that looked like it was damaged by a bear and found only Reeves' shoes. A helicopter spotted and shot a grizzly bear near the camp. Later they found Reeves' bones and an autopsy on the bear revealed human remains. Okay. Um, Oh, here we go. Next person. A female, 24 years old, Maybe one of my distant cousins, Barbara Chapman, same last name as me, uh, died on the 24th of July 1976 by a wild bear attack at Glacier National Park, Canada, British Columbia. This is, I think, the second or third bear attack in British Columbia. Uh, sorry in, in Glacier National Park while hiking with a friend in British Columbia's Glacier National Park Chapman rounded a bend to find a grizzly bear charging the bear first attacked Chapman's friend who initially resisted but left him alone after he played dead the bear then attacked Chapman who fought back and was quickly killed Chapman's friend sustained serious injuries but was able to hike out for help the grizzly bear that attacked her and sorry the grizzly bear that attacked and her three cubs were soon found and killed that's Really sad that they killed the Cubs. That's the best example yet of the, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lie down. The friend laid down, pretended to be dead and survived. Chapman fought back and she died. Very sad. Uh, Glacier National Park as well. The place where um, the Night of the Grizzlies occurred. We talked about that recently. Um, Yeah, two people killed at the exact same time or same night uh, at the same place, but by two different bears in two different incidents. Okay, Alan Precup, 25-year-old male. Now, his exact death date is unknown, but it was either either September 11, 12, or 13 in 1976 in Glacier Bay National Park and Preserve in Alaska. Precup did not return after backpacking in Glacier Bay National Park and Preserve. Days later, searchers found his campsite with his bare skeleton, one intact hand, and both feet still booted. Mary Pat Mahoney, age 22- was killed in Glacier National Park, Montana. There are three Glacier National Parks in a row, all in different places. This person died on the 23rd of uh, 23rd of September 1976. Mahoney was dragged from a tent and killed at many Glacier at many Glacier campground. Rangers killed two grizzly bears in the area a few hours after the attack. Okay, two more brown bear attacks in the 70s, and then we'll move on to the black bears. Alison Musa, five years old, another child, was killed by a wild brown bear at Waterton Lakes National Park in Alberta, Canada. The attack occurred on July 1st, 1977. Musa was mauled to death by a black-coloured grizzly bear. Interesting, a black-coloured grizzly bear while playing with her sister near Cameron Creek in Waterton Lakes National Park. She died en route to a Calgary hospital. The family had just recently moved to Canada from South Africa and was unaware of the dangers posed by bears. The family threatened legal action against the park for failing to provide warnings of the dangers posed by the animals. The bear responsible for the attack was killed. Okay, and our final uh, brown bear attack for the 1970s was that of Monty Adams, a 32-year-old man died on September 15, 1979 from a wild brown bear near Pincher Creek in Alberta. While hunting alone for sheep west of Pincher Creek in southern Alberta, Adams was mauled by a grizzly bear. Adams was found by two other hunters and died when rescuers were removing him from the area. Okay, so quite a large um, number of attacks in the 70s. As I said earlier, once we get to the pointy end of this series, there's more and more attacks because, you know, things are reported more often, etc., etc. So our final uh, attack... um, well, our final attacks were that of, br- of black bears. So let's just power through those. We'll move into the 1980s. John Richardson, 31 years old, was a man killed on July 25th, 1971 in the wild near Rocky National Park, Colorado. Richardson was attacked while camping on private property, just west of Rocky Mountain National Park and north of the great, of the Grand Lake. The bear was later killed by a professional hunter. It was the first fatal black bear attack in Colorado in modern times. Victoria Valdez, a four-year-old female, was killed on May 16th, 1974, again by a wild black bear, this time in Glenwood, Washington. Valdez was mauled while playing near her home. Her body was found 200 yards, or 180 meters, from her home. Her father shot and killed a 250-pound bear before finding his daughter's body. The next victim was only one year old. Her name was Mary Ann Johns. She was killed by a captive, oh God, she was killed by a captive bear, which means we already know where this is going. Stewart's Stewartson, Illinois, on August 12th, 1975. While carnival workers were setting up, a bear was taken out of its cage and chained to a tree. Johns, whose parents were carnival workers, walked by and was attacked. The bear had previously attacked children. There's nothing else, as I've said it a lot of times in this series, it's just... needless death of children it's just dumb it's just stupid John okay there's three people who died in this one three teenagers John Halfkenny 16 years old Mark Halfkenny 12 years old and Billy Reindress 15 year old male on May 13th 1978 were killed by a wild black bear in Algonquin Provincial Park Ontario the three boys were stalked and killed while fishing near Radiant Lake in Algonquin Pro- Provincial Park. This was the first fatal, bla- uh, fatal bear attack in the park in 80 years. And finally, Lynn Orsa, 30-year-old female, was killed in King, Ontario, by a captive bear on July 2nd, 1978. A bear who was trained to wrestle humans entered its owner's home and attacked the owner, Orsa, in her bedroom. Wow. Okay. The 70s there was a lot going on. It's even more in the 80s. Let's keep powering through. I don't want to make this a four-part series. Let's just get them all out in this episode. A polar bear attacked someone named Conrado Mones, in 9 uh, sorry, who's 29 years old on September 27th, 1982. It was a captive bear. This occurred in New York City in the Central Park Zoo. Mones was mauled after climbing three fences at New York City Central Park Zoo to enter the bear at uh, the bear pen. Nothing to say there. That's that's what that's what happens. Thomas uh, Mutinen, Mutt, not sure, 46 years old, uh, was killed by a wild bear in Churchill, Manitoba. Mutinen was attacked and dragged in a street in Churchill. The bear was part of an annual uh, migration to Hudson Bay. Due to the lack of ice on the bay, the bear wandered into the town. This man was killed on November 29th, 1983. That's crazy. That one... Imagine just going to the post office and a fucking bear walks past and eats you. (sighs) That was a polar bear as well. Our final polar bear attack of the 1980s was one of Juan Perez, who unfortunately was an 11-year-old child, a boy. That person died on May 19th, 1987 by a captive bear. It always goes like this in New York, in Brooklyn. Perez was killed by two bears after climbing a fence in Prospect Park Zoo in Brooklyn. The bears were killed by the police officers. Yeah. You really can't blame. It's like that article said before. When like a, when you jump into a bear's uh, home and they defend the home, you really can't blame them. All right. The next set of deaths were from brown bears. Okay. Jane Ammerman who was 19 years old and female and Kim Eberly, who was also 19 year old, but a male. They both were attacked and killed on July 24th, 1980 by a wild bear in Glacier National Park, Montana. Man, I'm never going to go to Glacier National Park in any of these places. The partially consumed bodies of Ammerman and Eberly were found near their campsite at Divide Creek into the St. Mary's Valley. Their bear was later killed by hunters from nearby Blackfeet Nation. The oh black okay uh, that must be some sort of Native American tribe it is there we go okay Ernest Coho 38 years old was attacked and killed near Banff Alberta on August 24th 1980 while fishing with a friend just north of Banff Alberta a bear charged and bit off part of Coho's face he died a week later as a result of the injuries the next attack again Glacier National Park in Montana. This person's name was Lawrence Gordon. He was 33 years old. Gordon was killed at the Elizabeth Lake campsite in the Belly River Valley, Glacier National Park on the 30th of September, 1980. Uh, On June 25th, 1983, Roger May, who was 23 years old, was dragged from his tent and eaten at the Rainbow Point campground northwest of Yellowstone National Park. The bear was captured and killed with an injection of poison. That death occurred at the uh, Gallatin National Forest, Montana on June 25th, 1983. Um, Here we go. Uh, Brigitte or Brigitte Frenenhagen, so like a German name, I think. Um, July 30th, 1984 is when the attack occurred. A wild there at Yellowstone National Park. Freden Hagen was dragged out of a tent during the night and killed at a backcountry campsite at the, south, at the southern end of the White Lake in Yellowstone National Park. William Tesinki, 38-year-old male, was killed on October 5th, 1986 in Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. Uh, tesin, uh Tessinki, that's how I say his name, Tessinki, who was a photographer, was mauled after approaching a bear in Otter Creek area of Hayden Valley, Yellowstone National Park. The bear was also killed. Charles Gibbs, 40 years old, was attacked and killed on April 25th, 1987 by a wild bear in Glacier National Park, Montana. Gibbs was last seen alive following and photo- photo- uh, Gibbs was last seen alive following and photographing a bear with cubs at elk, ma- uh, elk Elk Mountain Glacier National Park. Investigators recovered film of the female approaching the attack mode at 50 yards. Gary Gordon uh spelled G O E D E N was 29 years old. Uh, and he was killed on July 23rd, 1987 in Glacier National Park, Montana as well. Gordon's partially consumed remains were found at Natahiki Lake, Matt, uh, many Glacier Valley, Glacier National Park. He was on a solo hike off trail. One thing that we need to say is that like hiking in this places is by yourself is an extremely dangerous thing to do sometimes. Um, And I think I said in the the first, like, you know, episode of this series, um, it was like when bears come across, like, groups of people, like three or four or five people, um, you know, it's less likely people will be passing away. Okay. And our final death from a brown bear in the 1980s uh, was Harvey Steven Piper, who was 40 years old. Uh, He was attacked in Port Alexander in Alaska on November 4th, 1988. Steven Piper, Steven Piper was killed while hunting alone. Just like I said, when you're alone, you're at a bigger risk. The bear dragged Stephen Piper's body almost one mile, which is 1.6 kilometers, uphill to a cache. When searchers approached the cache, the bear charged and was shot and killed. Okay, we now have a number of attacks from black bears, uh, all of them from the wild, Um, So let's go through those. Alan Russell Baines was 10 years old at the time of his death, which was July 18, 1980. Um, This was near Greens Isle in British Columbia. There's no information. There's very little information. It just says Baines was killed on a fishing trip with two friends. Uh, Our next attack was against two people, Lee Randall Morris, who was 44 and Carol Marshall, who was 24 and female. Uh, Lee was male on August. August 14, 1980, near Zama City, Alberta, Morris and Marshall were killed by the same bear in separate attacks over the span of two hours. They were working on a remote oil drilling camp. Wow. Uh, this next attack was in Canwood, Saskatchewan. Clifford David Starblanket, ooh, great last name. Clifford David Starblanket, 23-year-old, uh, was a trapper living in the forest. He suffered an attack to his throat and head on May 21, 1983. Melvin Rudd, 55 year old, was attacked near Nip- Nipawin Provincial Park in Saskatchewan. He was killed while fishing in central Saskatchewan on May 27, 1983. Daniel Anderson was a 12 year old boy. Anderson was grabbed from his tent while camping. His body was found 100 feet from the tent. This attack occurred on July 6, 1983, at Le Vaudrey Wildlife Reserve in Quebec. And finally, Gordon Ray, 24 year old male on the 29th of May, 1985 was attacked and killed while on a tree planting project, approximately 45 kilometers South of Fort Nelson. He climbed a tree to avoid the bear, but fell and was attacked. The bear was later shot by a helicopter pilot. This occurred near Fort Nelson in British Columbia. And with that, we are out of the 1980s and we are moving on to the 1990s. Uh, Exciting decade for me, because this is the first decade I'm alive in. So, Assumedly, some of these attacks I will actually have been alive for, and I just have to pause real quick. Okay, so our first story uh, that we're talking about in the 1990s is again, it's a polar bear. Um, Carl Stalker was a 28 year old male, same age as I am now. On December 8th, 1990, he was killed in Point Lay, Alaska, by a wild polar bear. Uh, While Stalker was walking with his girlfriend, he was chased and consumed in the middle of the town. Wow, the bear was shot and killed in his stalker's corpse. That one requires follow-up. My God. Okay, I found an article from the Seattle Times. It's a long article. I'm not going to bother. It's too long. Uh, okay, this isn't even no. Okay, this is not the right article anyway. All right, let's skip back to Hattie. Amitnak, was 64 years old, Hattie was killed uh, by, uh, she was trying to distract the bear that had attacked and injured two other people at Hudson Bay Camp. So she was kind of a hero. Um, she was later awarded a posthumous medal of bravery by the Governor General of Canada, Adrian Clarkson. Um, this attack occurred July 9th, 1999, near Rankin Inlet, uh, nu- uh, Nunavut. Okay. Um, let's talk about some brown bears. There are quite a few, so we're going to go quickly. Oh, this sucks. His last name was Bear. Anton Bear was a six year old who on July 10th, 1992 was killed by a wild bear in King Grove Cove in Alaska. Sorry, King Cove, Alaska. The six year old, his mother and sister were walking down a road when they were approached by a grizzly bear that had just been feeding at the town dump. The family fled, but the boy was chased down by the bear and killed. The bear devoured most of the victim before villagers could kill the animal far out. Trevor Percy Lancaster, 40 years old, was killed on September 15th, 1992 in Jasper National Park, Alberta. Percy Lancaster and his wife were setting up a a camp in an isolated area of the Tonquin Valley. They surprised a bear and began running away. The bear initially caught Percy Lancaster's wife, and then he distracted the bear, which turned on him. Sounds like Trevor sacrificed himself to save his wife. John Petrania, uh, no, John Petranie. John Petranie, on October third, nineteen ninety-two, uh, Petranie was killed by a mother with two cubs on the Loop Trail near the Granite Park Chalet. This is at Glacier National Park, Montana. Uh, he was forty years old. Trent, uh, sorry, Macy. Marcy Trent, who was 77, and Larry Waldron was 45. They were killed on July 1st, 1995, near Anchorage, Alaska. Trent and her son Waldron were killed by a bear defending a moose carcass while they were hiking on the McHugh Creek Trail in Chugach State Park near Anchorage, Alaska. Another double kill occurred in October 9th, 1995. Shane Firmerton, who was 32 years old, and Bill Kispel, who was 40 years old, were killed while securing an elk in the vicinity of Mount Soda Home in the southern Rocky Mountain Trench in eastern southeastern British Columbia. So uh, two, uh, two incidents that occurred within a few months of each other um, in Canada, uh, resulting from hunters trying to secure a carcass of another animal. Christine Courtney was killed on July 5th, 1996 at Kluane National Park in Yukon Territory. Uh, she was 32 years old. Courtney was killed while hiking on the Slims Valley Trail in Kluane National Park. Her husband was also, killed but, uh, was also attacked but survived. The park wardens killed the bear. At the gates of the Arctic National Park in Alaska, Robert Bell who was 33 years old at the time, was killed on August 23rd, 1996. He was killed while hiking with a friend near the Kugrak River. They startled a mother bear feeding on salmon. Two years later, in 1998, on February 8th, Orduelo Luis Cortez, who was 40 years old, was killed near Kenai in Alaska. Cortez was killed immediately after being bitten on the head while laying while laying seismic line in the Swanson River area. His crew walked past the Dares Bend, startling it. Craig Dahl, 26-year-old, was killed on May 17 in uh, 1989, again in Glacier National Park in Montana. Dahl's partially consumed remains were found three days after he set off to hike alone in the two-medicine area of Glacial National Park. He was attacked by a mother and her two cubs. The next attack occurred in August 22, 1998. Christopher Kress, who was 40 years old, was killed near Beaver Mines, Alberta. He was killed by a grizzly bear while fishing on South Castle River near Beaver Mines, Campground Grand in Alberta. Near the Prince George, uh, sorry, near Prince George in British Columbia, that's where our next attack occurred. George Evanoff was sixty-five years old when he died in 1998 on October 24th. Evanoff was hiking on the Bear Paw Ridge, seventy-two kilometers northeast of Prince George, British Columbia. He encountered a grizzly bear feeding on a moose kill about half a mile from his cabin. He was bitten on the neck, but his body was not mauled or eaten by the bear. Ken Gates was 53 years old and died on May 25th, 1999. Cates was killed while hiking in Saldona, Alaska, in the Kenai National Wildlife Refuge. Troopers found Cates's rifle, spent shell casings and blood nearby, which suggests that Cates may have shot the bear. And our final brown bear attack of the 1990s was that of Red, uh, sorry Ned Rasmussen on November 1st, 1999, In Uginik Island, Alaska, he disappeared on a deer hunting trip and he was found dead, presumed killed by a bear. We have a number of brown bear attacks to round out the 1990s. Uh, And as I keep saying, as we go forward, there are more and more bear attacks because they get reported more often. And because, uh, you know, different agencies and wildlife centers are able to communicate better with each other. Okay. Our first black bear attack was James Waddell. He was 12 years old. He was killed in Lesser Slave Lake in Alberta. In the Martin River campground, Waddell was dragged from a tent during the night and killed. He died on May 26, 1991. Uh, a few months later, on October 11th, 1991, Raymond Jack... Oh gosh, I can't say his name. Uh, Jack Ubugeras. I'm so sorry. I can't pronounce that name. Who was 32 years old. And Carola Fre? Fre? who was 48 years old, uh, they were killed in Algonquin Provincial Park in Ontario. While they were setting up camp on Bates Island, a black bear broke both of their necks. The bear then dragged their bodies into the woods and consumed the remains. When police arrived five days later, the bear was guarding the bodies. A park naturalist called the attack right off the scale of normal bear behavior. (laughs) Our next victim was Sebastian Lozier, who was 20 years old. He died near Cochrane in Ontario on June 14, 1992. Lozier was attacked while taking soil samples. Lozier's partner, Rod Barber, was able to drive off the bear with a pole and was not hurt. The incident occurred about 92 kilometers northeast of Cochrane, just west of the Quebec border. On July 8, 1992, Darcy Staver, a 33-year-old female, was killed by a wild black bear in Glenallen, Alaska. The bear entered her cabin and Staver and her husband fled to the roof. While Staver's husband went for help, the bear killed her. The bear was shot and killed by a neighbor. Colin McClelland was 24 years old when he died on August 10, 1993, and this is the first year uh, for black bears that I was alive for. Fremont County, Colorado. A bear tore open the door to McClellan's trailer and attacked him at War Mountain, Colorado. The bear was later killed by game wardens. A four-year-old boy named Ian Dunbar was killed at 70 Mile House in British Columbia. Dunbar was attacked in the backyard of his home. The bear was killed by conservation officers. Ian died on September 16, 1994. Savend Satir was 53 years old when he died near uh, Tatlayoko Lake in British Columbia. Satir was killed while checking fence lines near British uh, central British Columbia community of uh, Tatlayoko Lake in British Columbia. Investigators showed that the bear was a healthy male and it had stalked Satir and his horse for over 0.5 of a mile before attacking him. He died on June 14th, 19- 1996. And that final bear kill for the 1990s before we move into a whole new century was Raymond Kitchen. He was 56 years old, he was a male, and Paddy McConnell, who was 37 years old and a female. This attack occurred on August 14th, 1997, uh, at, Leard, at Le- sorry, Laird River Hot Springs Provincial Park in British Columbia. McConnell, who was the female, who was 37, died from injuries while defending herself and her 13-year-old son Kelly from a black bear attack on a boardwalk to the Hot Springs. Kitchen heard the attack in progress and was killed while attempting to rescue. Kelly and a 20-year-old man were also injured. Injured, sorry. The bear was shot while standing over its victims. McConnell's son received a star of courage for his attempt to save his mother. Kitchen also received the honor posthumously. I actually remember watching a uh, nature documentary show. It was like, why am I still alive? That kind of thing about animal attacks, and this was an actual episode. They said that this bear just went fucking nuts at these uh, hot springs and just killed a bunch of people, went on a rampage. It was absolutely terrifying, and they actually had McConnell's son give an interview. It was very heartbreaking. Our first attack um, took place on July 14th. Um, and just a reminder as well, this list goes in order of bear, not in order of year. So it's chronological throughout if, if the different bears. but So for example, we're doing brown bears first, but we might go back in time and do some black bears afterwards. So our grizzly bears, our brown bears. First victim was George Tullos. He was 31, uh, 41 years old. He died on July 14th of the year 2000. Um, it was a wild bear attack in Hyder, Alaska. Talos's partially consumed body was found at a campground near Canada-US border in southeast Alaska. The bear was shot and killed. Timothy Hilston, a 50-year-old male, was killed on October 30th, that's my birthday, in 2001. How old would I have been? I would have turned, um, I would have turned eight that day. I I was eight years old the day this man died. Uh... He died in Orvando in Montana, or near Orvando in Montana. Hilston was attacked as he—oh God! Hilston was attacked as he field dressed an elk in western Montana. That basically means skinning it. A female bear and her cubs suspected in the attack were killed by U.S. Fish and Wildlife officers. Hilston's widow sued federal and state agencies for negligence, and the lawsuits were dismissed by court dist- district court judge Donald W. Malloy. Now, the next story, if you've been a podcast listener of this podcast for um, since the beginning, we did a whole episode on this one. The next death or two deaths on this list, it's Timothy Treadwell, otherwise known as the Grizzly Man, and his girlfriend and partner, Amy Hugenard. Um Timothy Treadwell was 46 years old when he passed away. On October 5th, 2003, and Amy Houdinard was 37 years old. They died approximately at the same time at Katmai National Park in Alaska. Now, if you want the whole story, you can go back and listen to our Grizzly Man episode. Um, I believe it's episode two or three of this podcast. And you can even listen back and see how, how much worse this podcast has gotten since then. Um, Treadwell and Hugnard's corpses were found by their pilot in Kaflia ba- Bay. Treadwell was famous for his books and documentaries on living with wild bears in Alaska. State troopers investigated the incident recovering uh, recovered an audio track for the attack sorry state troopers investigating the incident recovered an audio tape of the attack. The two were killed on the last night before their scheduled pickup after spending several months in the Alaskan wilderness. The attack is chronicled in the 2005 American documentary film, uh, grizzly man by German director Werner Herzog. Um, yeah, listen to that episode of the podcast. Cause I go into like detail, but there is a tape that, um, was recovered that does have the audio of the attack of these two people. Apparently it's, it's bone chilling. Um, Werner Herzog is like the only person I think in the world still to have listened to that uh, tape. There are things on YouTube that claim to be audio of the tape. Um, they're very, they're blood curdling as well, but there is no indication that they are, um, you know, accurate. Okay. Isabella Dubay, I think that's how I pronounce it. She was 35 years old and she died on June 5th, 2005 in Canmore, Alberta. Dubé was killed while jogging with two friends on the bench trail. After an initial attack, Dubé climbed a tree while her friends sought help. The bear brought Dubé down from the tree and mauled her. Fish and wildlife officers shot and killed the bear. At the time of the attack, the trail was closed and the public had been told to avoid it. A few days earlier, the bear had been relocated from Kenmar to Banff National Park. Kathy Huffman, 58 years old, and Richard Huffman, 61 years old, they were both killed on June 23, 2005 at the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge in Alaska. The Huffmans were attacked while in their tent on a campsite along the Hula Hula River, 19 kilometres upriver from Katovik. Two days later, the campsite was discovered by three rafters while the bears were still nearby. A bear chased the rafters down the river for over half a mile until it finally gave up. Later, North Slope Borough police officers investigated the scene, shot and killed the bear at the campsite. Arthur Louie was our next victim. He was 60 years old when he died on September 20th, 2005, near, uh, near Bowron River, British Columbia. A female and two male cubs attacked Lowry, uh, Lowry or Louie. I'm not sure. Louie on a remote forestry road. He was walking back to his gold mining camp after his car broke down. That's interesting. You don't really think of gold miners in 2005, but uh, there you go. Jean-Francois Page uh, is our next victim. He was killed near Ross River in Yukon. Page was mauled while stalking mineral claims. He unknowingly walked right past a bear den containing a sow and two cubs. He died on April twenty eighth, two 2006. Don Peters was 51 years old. He was a male... Uh, He died on November 25th, 2007, near Sundry in Alberta. Peter's body was found 200 metres, or 660 feet, from his parked truck. He was on a hunting trip. An autopsy confirmed that he died due to a grizzly bear attack. The bear that attacked Peter's was captured and killed the following April. Stephen Miller. Ah, now this is a story I alluded to in the last episode. Um, Stephen Miller was 39 when he died. He died in Big Bear Lake in California. Again, an ironic name. Now, Rocky was the name of the bear. Rocky was a bear trained to perform in movies and turn on his handler, fatally biting him on the neck. Prior to the attack, the bear was featured in the movie Semi-Pro. Pepper spray was used to subdue the bear. Now, what's really interesting about this is that there is actually um, audio, or there's a video of this happening. Um, Stephen Miller. I'm going to try and find it. Uh... He's- he's- he's appearing with the bear, and the bear, like, sort of... Yeah. I'll see if this is it. Oh. Uh, he did the one thing. Ignore the shitty music. That's great. Wait, bleeding? Yes, he is. He's bleeding. Yes, is. Okay. Is he doing okay? No. Okay. Really still. Okay. He's not breathing anymore. He's not breathing anymore. No. I want you to take a deep breath and cover his mouth with your mouth, making a tight seal. I was applying CPR. At this point, I pepper spray. Okay. That's clearly from some sort of documentary, but yeah, um, in the video, he's appearing on camera with this bear and the bear basically turns and grabs him by the neck, throws him to the ground. Another man jumps in. He sort of gets wrestled around as well. They come in and beat the bear with sticks. They spray, it looks like pepper spray. Yeah. At the bear. Um, the Stephen Miller kind of looks like he's pretty calmly. He wanders off, off, off screen, but he actually died really quickly after that as well from blood loss. Um, so yeah, Rocky, he was in the movie Semi-Pro with uh, with Will Ferrell. He wrestles Will Ferrell in that movie. So if you watch Semi-Pro, the scene where Will Ferrell fights a bear, that's that same bear killed a man um, a few years later. Our final um, Bram Bear attack of the 2000s was that of Robert Wagner. Or Wagner, I guess it is. Uh, he was 48 years old. He died on October 1st, 2008 at Sundry, Alberta, which was about just under a year after Don Peters died in the same place from the same thing. Um, Wagner was reported missing after not returning from a hunting trip. His body was found less than one kilometer away from his parked truck. An autopsy revealed that he'd been killed by a grizzly bear, which was shot by wildlife officers. Okay, we have a number of uh, 2000s black bear attacks, so we are going to get through those as well. As always, if there's anything interesting here, we'll we'll click uh, the the reference and we'll see if we can read the newspaper article as well. Glenda Ann Bradley, age 50, she died on May 21st, 2000, in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee. Bradley was attacked and partially consumed by a mother bear and her cub, 1.5 miles upstream of Elkmont, of uh, Elkmont, Tennessee. It was the first fatal bear attack in the southeastern U.S. national park. While hovering over Bradley's corpse, the bears were shot and killed by park rangers. Mary Beth Miller died on July second, two thousand. She was twenty-four years old, near Volcartier in Quebec. Miller was attacked while on a biathlon training run in the wooded area on a military base. The bear was trapped and killed four days later. Kyle Henry, Kyle Harry, I'm sorry, Kyle Harry was eighteen years old. He died on June third, two thousand and one near Yellowknife, Northwest Territories in Canada. Harry was attacked while with another teenager at a rural campsite 25 miles east of Yellowknife in the Northwest Territories in Canada. Adelia Maestras Trujillo was 93 years old, and I think at 93 year old, this is the uh, oldest person on our list so far. On August 18th, 2001, she was killed in Mora, New Mexico, Again, this is also the first time New Mexico has made it on this list. A bear broke through a glass pane to gain entry to Trujillo's house and killed her. Trujillo's body was found in her kitchen. The bear was shot 0.5 miles or eight point eight kilometers from their house. Esther Schwimmer. Oh, God. Yep. So we go from the oldest person on the list to the youngest person on our list. Esther Schwimmer. She was five months old. On August nineteenth, two thousand and two, in Fallsburg, New York, a bear knocked Schwimmer, a bear knocked Schwimmer from her stroller, which was near the porch of her vacation, her family's vacation home. The bear carried the infant in its mouth to the woods. Schwimmer died of neck and head injuries. Damn. Five months old. Christopher. Bézula, uh, 31 years old, died on September 1st, 2002, near Fort Nelson, British Columbia. After going for a walk behind a trailer, trailer Bézula was attacked at a remote oil rig site in northeastern British Columbia. Maurice Malinfant was 77 years old, he was a male, he died on September 29th, 2002, at Saint-Zenon-de-Lure, oh, Quebec, French, I'm not great at it, Font was attacked in his campsite at the uh, Gatsby region of Quebec. There's not much more information about that one. Marilyn Carter was 71 years old. He was a male. Uh, he died in uh, Non-Ar- archo Lake, Northern Territories in Canada. On June 14, 2005, Carter was found dead behind the main cabin of his fishing camp. Carter's son came to the cabin the day after the attack and shot and killed the bear. Later, the Hay River Airport was named in his honor. That's nice. Harvey Robinson, 69-year-old male, was killed in Selkirk, Manitoba in Canada. Robinson was fatally mauled while picking plums north of Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba. Robinson's family were investigating the area with an RCMP officer later that day, and they were also attacked. The officer shot and killed the bear. Harvey died on August 26, 2005. On September 6, 2005, only a few days later, Jacqueline Perry, a 30-year-old female, was uh, killed in an attack at a remote campsite. Her husband was seriously injured trying to protect her with a Swiss army knife and was later given a star of courage from Governor General uh, Michelle A. Jean. Sorry, I can't pronounce that name. Ministry of Natural Resources staff shot and killed the bear near the area where the fatal attack occurred. This happened at the uh, Missenab- uh, Albi Lake Provincial Park in Ontario, Canada. On April 13th, 2006, Elora Petrasek, six years old, was killed when a bear attacked her family at a waterfall near a campground. Petrasek's mother and brother were also injured. The bear was trapped and killed, and an unrelated bear was mistakenly killed. This occurred in Cherokee National Forest in Tennessee. Samuel Evan Ives was an 11-year-old male who died on June 17th, 2007. in Unita uh, Unita National Forest in Utah. Ives was grabbed from a family tent in American Fork Canyon and mauled. State wildlife officials killed the bear, which had entered the campsite the night before. Ives's family sued the US Forestry Service because there was no warning about the bear's presence. A judge awarded the family $1.95 million. It was the first known fatal black bear attack in Utah. Robin Kocharok, 31 years old, female, Died on July 20th, 2007, at Panorama Mountain Resort, British Columbia. She was reported missing after mountain biking. A black bear was found near her corpse the morning after her disappearance. The black bear was shot on sight by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I was wondering how long it would take the Mounties to show up on this list. Damn. Cecile Valois, 70 years old. Uh, she died on May 30th, 2008, near Lassar in Quebec, after she did not return to her cabin following a solo fishing outlet, outing, her husband went looking for her. He found a bear dragging her body into the woods. Donna Munson, 74 years old, she died in Ouray, Colorado. Munson had been feeding bears for a decade and was warned repeatedly by wildlife officials not to. After a bear was injured in a fight with an older and bigger male, Munson left food out to help the injured bear. The older bear came back to Munson's property, forced its way past a wire fence, and mauled Munson. Later, wildlife officials killed two bears on Munson's property. One of the bears had a necrospy... Necropsy? Necrop- sp- how do I say that word? One of the bears had a necrospy. Necropsy? Fuck off, I don't know. <laughs> which revealed evidence that it consumed... Mu- it was an autopsy, let's just say that. Shit. She died on August 7th, 2009. And our final black bear... And final bear of the 2000s, um, this woman's name was Kellyanne Waltz. She was 37. She died on October 4th, 2009. That's my dad's birthday. Um, This was a captive bear. We haven't had one of those for a while. The location was Ross Township in Pennsylvania. Waltz, whose husband had an expired license to keep exotic animals, was attacked while cleaning her pet bear's cage. She tried to distract the bear by throwing dog food to the opposite end of the cage. A neighbor shot and killed the bear. Okay, so there you go. I am noticing a dramatic decrease in the number of um, uh, captive bears that are popping on this list. I think it's probably because as we pro- progress onto like a more modern time frame, it's just less and less appropriate to keep bears because f- for the exact reasons that we've learned in this uh, series, that they kill and eat little children. Okay. Um, we are going into the 2020s... Oh, sorry, the 2010s. And uh, as always... When there are polar bear attacks, they start off our list. So the first person killed by a polar bear happened eight years into the decade. It was Aaron Gibbons, who was 31 years old. He died on July 3rd, 2018 at Century Island, Nunavut. A polar bear approached a man and his children on Century Island. The man, identified as 31-year-old Aaron Gibbs from Aravat, put himself between the children and the bear. He was attacked, causing fatal injuries. The bear was killed by other people who were in the area. So he saved his kids, it looked like. Um, <clears throat> later that year, actually it was a month and 20 days after this attack, in 2018, Daryl uh, Kunak, 33 years old, he was attacked on August 23rd, 2018, in Leon Inlet in Nuvovat. So, same area. Three men from Nunjat, whose boat had broken down, were having tea in the morning of August 23rd, when a female bear and cub surprised them. Leo, uh, I, I, J, J, A, N, G, I, A, Q. I don't know how to say that word, um, fired a rifle to scare the bear, but it attacked Laurent junior Utik before killing Daryl Kunak. The mother and cub were killed during the next three days. Prior to being rescued, more bears approached two survivors and at least one more bear was killed. Okay. I think they might be the last, um, those are the last polar bears on our list. So that was it. Okay, let's move back to, yep, the 2010s. We're talking about uh, brown bears now, I think. Yes, brown bears. Okay, so the first person killed by a brown bear in the 2010s was Erwin Frank Irvet. He was 70 years old uh, at Shushone National Forest in Wyoming. This is quite a lot of information here, so this might be an interesting one. Everett, a field botanist, was mauled by a grizzly bear while hiking in the Kitty Creek drainage area of Shoshone National Forest, just east of Yellowstone National Park. The bear was trapped and tranquilized earlier in the day by a grizzly bear research team. Two days after the attack, the bear was shot and killed from a helicopter by wildlife officials. Initially, it was reported that Everett ignored posted warnings to avoid the area due to the potential danger involved with the bear research. However, the sheriff's deputy who recovered the body and members of Everett's family stated the warning signs were no longer present. A report released the following month confirmed that the warning signs were removed, though it also asserted that Everett knew there was a bear research study being conducted in the area. Everett's wife filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the federal government, but it was dismissed by District Court Judge Nancy D. Frudenthal. Uh, Frank was 70 when he died. He died on June 17th, 2010. Uh, Only just over a month later, Kevin Kammer Kammer, was 48 years old. He died in the Gorlatin National Forest in Montana. Camer was in his tent at Soda Butt Campground when a mother bear attacked and dragged him 25 feet, which is 7.6 meters away. Two other campers in separate campsites were also attacked. A teenager was bitten on the leg, and a woman was bitten on the arm and the leg. The bear was caught in a trap set at the campground using pieces of culvert and, which is a bit of fish, I think, and Camer's tent. Later, the bear was killed and her cubs were sent to Zoo, Montana. The mother bear's unusual predatory behavior was noted by authorities. The next attack, well, the next few attacks, uh, occurred at uh, Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. Brian Matayoshi, he was uh, 57 years old, um, and he died on July 6, 2011. Matayoshi and his wife were hiking at the Wapiti Lake Trail and came upon a mother grizzly bear in an open meadow. The couple began to walk away, and the bear charged. After attempting to run away, Matayoshi was fatally bitten and clawed. Matayoshi's wife, hid behind a tree, was lifted from the ground by the bear and dropped. She played dead, and the bear left the area. She was not injured. An initial investigation by the National Park Service found that the bear's actions were defensive against a perceived threat to her cubs. Since the attack was not predatory, and the bear had no known violent history towards humans, no immediate action was taken towards the bear. The bear, however, was later killed after it was found to be at the site of another fatal attack on August 24th, 2011. A later investigation determined that the couple's running from the bear was a mistake, and the fatal attack was 1 in 3 million occurrence. Let's talk about that other attack that they just mentioned then. I believe that was on John Wallace, who was 59 years old. This occurred on August 24th, 2011, as stated before, at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. Wallace's remains were found by hikers on the Mary Mountain Trail, northeast of Old Faithful. Wallace was hiking alone. An autopsy showed that Wallace died from a bear attack. According to a report released by Yellowstone Rangers, park officials had attempted to give Wallace a lecture about bear safeties, but he was not interested, calling himself a grizzly bear expert. Mm. Not coming across really good here, John. DNA evidence later determined that the same sow that killed Brian Matayoshi on July 6th uh, 2011, was in the vicinity of Wallace's corpse, though it was not proved this bear killed Wallace. The bear was killed by park officials. Evidence showed that Wallace was attacked after sitting down on a log to eat a snack, and the attack was predatory rather than defensive. Our next victim's name was Thomas Puerta. He was 54 years old. He died on October tw- uh, in October of 2020. 2020- oh my God, 2012. Sorry about that. He died on uh, Chinguff Island or sorry, Chinshagoff Island in Alaska. After passers-by spotted an unattended skiff, they investigated and encountered a grizzly bear sow and two cubs. Alaska State Trooper and Sitka Mountain Rescue personnel then found evidence of a campsite and fire on the beach. There was evidence of a struggle, and upon following a trail of disturbed vegetation, they found Puerta's body cached and partially eaten. Richard White, uh, he was 49 years old, he died in uh, Denele National Park in Alaska on August 24th, 2012. White was backpacking alone along the Toklat River after hikers found an abandoned backpack and torn clothing. Rangers investigated and found a male grizzly bear sitting on White's remains. The bear was shot and killed by an Alaska state trooper. A necrose necro- I can't say the word an autopsy of the bear and the photographs recovered from White's camera confirmed the attack. The photographs in White's camera showed that he was taking photos of a bear in a span of eight minutes from 50 yards, which is 46 meters away, to 91 meters away. It was the first fatal bear attack recorded in Denali National Park. Adam Thomas Stewart was a 31-year-old man who died in Bridget, uh, what is it, Tetlon National Forest in Wyoming on September 4th, 2014. Stewart was conducting research alone in the Bridger Teton National Forest in northwest Wyoming near the southeast corner of the Yellowstone National Park. This is a high-density bear habitat and he was a sorry, and he was in Cub Creek. After he failed to return, a search party found his body. The coroner suspected it was a grizzly bear, but the species hasn't officially been determined. The pathologist noted pre-mortem puncture wounds to, to Stewart's skull, indicating the cause of death was from a bear attack. The FWS report says he was not carrying bear spray or a firearm. The next victim, uh, their death occurred in Alberta, in Ken... Oh my gosh, Kenan... I can't even say that name. In a county in Alberta, it doesn't matter. His name was Rick Cross, he was 54 years old. He died on September 7th, 2014. Cross was a hunter and he was killed by a mother bear when he accidentally got between her and her cubs. Park Rangers stated that it appeared that Cross managed to fire his rifle before being overwhelmed. RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, said it appeared that he wandered into the area where the mother and cum were feeding on a dead deer. Ken Novotny, he was 53. He died near Norman Wells, Northwest Territories. While on a hunting trip near Norman Wells, Novotny was charged and struck by a bear. Friends reported he had just killed a moose and was in the process of gathering the carcass up when the bear came out of nowhere. He died on the scene. Authorities later found and killed the bear responsible for his death. Claudia Huber was 42 years old. She died on October 14, 2014 uh, near Teslin in Yukon Territory. A 25-year-old healthy male grizzly bear broke into a home and chased the victim and her husband outside. The bear pursued and attacked Mrs. Huber. Her husband, Matthias Linger, shot the bear and killed it, with the possibility that one of the bullets also killed the victim. Damn, we've got to read. That's fucked up. All right. We are now reading that article. Okay. Autopsy shows grizzly that killed Claudia Huber likely hungry, but not ill. What is this we are reading? Okay, this is an article from Cottage Life. A website, please don't make me sign up to read this, I'm not reading it, I want to see if we can find some information about him potentially shooting his wife, because that's very sad, no, there's nothing in here that really claims that, so I don't know where that claim is coming from, but if it is if it's true, it's very interesting, um, our, next, <laughs> our next death occurred in where else, Yellowstone National Park, Wyoming, Lance Crosby was the 63-year-old victim who died on August 7th, 2015. Crosby, an employee at a medical clinic in the park, was reported missing when he did not report to work. A park ranger found his body in a popular off-trail area less than a mile from Elephant Back Loop Trail, an area in which he was known to frequent. His body was partially consumed and covered. Puncture wounds on his arms indicated he'd tried to defend himself. Based on the presence of a sow grizzly and a cub in the area, the sow was deemed responsible for the death. The sow was captured and killed after it was found to be near the bear. After it was found to be the bear that killed Crosby. There were also public appeals to not kill the sow, but the park superintendent decided there was a risk that the sow might kill again, based on the July 6th, 2011 and August 24, 2011 killings in the park where another sow was present at both those killings. We just discussed those. That was of um, John Wallace and Brian Matayoshi. Those are the two people they were just talking about. Okay, next victim. This person died in Flathead National Forest in Montana. His name was Brad Treat. He was 38 years old. Treat and another man were on a mountain bike on sorry were on mountain bikes on U.S. Forest Service land near Half Moon Lakes. According to the official board review report of the incident, Treat's mountain bike collided at high speeds with a large male grizzly bear after rounding a blind curve in a trail. Holy shit! Can you imagine riding your bike and going around a corner and just slamming into a grizzly bear? The bear immediately attacked Treat in response to being struck by the bicycle. The second rider escaped uninjured and summoned help. The bear was identified via DNA from a previous research project, but was not captured or killed because its behaviour was a natural response to a surprise encounter involving physical contact. As sad as it is, yes, it, it was just an accident. Nothing could have been done there, and the bear didn't deserve to die. That's exactly what any animal would do if it was struck by a bike. Um, ooh, Eagle River is the location of her next uh, situation. Mike Soltis, he was 44. Soltis was day hiking alone along the Eagle River. After failing to return, a search party was dispatched. Rangers found a grizzly bear sitting on Soltis' remains. The bear then attacked the search party, badly mauling one researcher. The search party retreated from the area. The bear escaped before more searches arrived. Seems like it survived. Uh, he died on the 19th of June, 2018. This attack occurred in Wyoming, but not at the National Park that we've mentioned so many other times. The victim's name was Mark Uptain. He was 37 years old. He died on, se- on September 14th, 2018. Uptain, a guide for Martin Outfitters, was cleaning an elk that he and his client, Corey Chubon, had shot when the bear attacked. The bear was a sow with a one-and-a-half-year-old male cub. The hunter and his guide were dressing an elk carcass and had left the canister of bear spray and a Glock 20 pistol out of reach. As the bear attacked, Chubon, unfamiliar with the operation of a Glock pistol, was unable to fire and attempted to throw it at Upton who failed to catch it. The bear turned on Upton. Chuban fled with injuries as the bear attacked Upton. After staggering 50 yards, which is 46 metres, uphill from the dead elk, Upton was killed by the mother and possibly by the cub as well. The bears were shot and killed by a Wyoming fish and game official. Okay. So I've said this before. I'm an Australian. I'm not a, I'm not a big gun guy. I think that the American fascination with firearms is like kind of lame. Really, really kind of dumb. However, however, um, if you are going out hunting, um, and there are bears in the area and you're going to bring a firearm, can you at least know how to use it? Cause this guy could still be alive if this guy knew how to use that kind of glock. Um, Yeah. All right. Um, The next victim, this guy does not have much information on him. His name was Anthony David Montoya, uh, 18 years old. He died on October 1st, 2018 on Admiralty Island, Alaska. So we've talked about this place before. Montoya was working at a remote mining site on Admiralty Island where he was killed and eaten by a brown bear and two cubs. All three bears were killed. Okay. Two more brown bears left in the 2010s and then we're onto the black bears. This, uh, there's another French name. These get me. Valéry Théoré, who was 37 and a female, and Adele uh, Rocholt, who was 10 months old. Still not the youngest person on the list, but probably the second. Um, they passed away on November 26, 2018 uh, in Yukon Territory. The mother and child were attacked near their cabin while on a trip to manage trapping lines. The child's father, Durmond Rocholt, shot the bear dead when he returned to the cabin and it charged him. And finally, Julian uh, Galfier, who was 44, died in Tolita, Northwest Territories. The French composer and soundman was traveling along the Mackenzie River to record sounds of nature for a musical project. While he was asleep in his tent, he was grabbed by a grizzly bear and taken away and eaten. His corpse was found the next day. He died on August 15th, 2019. Only three years ago. We're getting to the pointy end of this list, guys. We're nearly done. Okay. We are moving on to black bears now. Oh, sorry. Black bears um, that attacked people in the 2010s. So we're going all the way back to 2010 now to Columbia Station in Ohio. Brent Kendra. He was 24 years old. Kandra was a bear caretaker on the property of Sam Mazzola, who kept exotic pets. The bear was out of its cage for feeding. Prior to the attack, Sam Mazzola had had his license to exhibit animals revoked, but he was still allowed to keep the animals that were already on his property. He also accumulated dozens of dangerous exotic animals despite past convictions and losing his license after animal rights activists complained he was making money by letting people wrestle bears. If all that is true, he's another one of those people that I'm really thinking he should probably deserve this. Also, bear caretaker. That name only applies when you take care of the bear. It's not when you're being an asshole. Okay, moving on. Uh, Bernice Aldolfe. Aldolf. Aldolphe? I don't know. She was 72, and she died in June of 2011 near Lil- Liluj- Lilouette, British Columbia. Aldolf's remains were fur- were found by police dogs after she was reported missing. She was an elder in the. Uh, uh, I don't want to mispronounce it and uh, be disrespectful. It's X A X L I, apostrophe P, First Nation. Um, there was evidence that bears fed on Aldolf's remains and tried to enter her house. The autopsy confirmed that she died from a bear attack. Five bears suspected of being involved were killed by conservation officers, and DNA tests confirmed that one of those bears had killed Aldolf. Lana Hollingsworth was a 61-year-old female, killed on July 25th of 2011 in Pinetop Lakeside, Arizona. Hollingsworth was attacked by a 250-pound, or 113.4-kilogram black bear, while walking her dog at a country club. Nearly a month later, and after 11 surgeries, she died from a massive brain hemorrhage, which the doctors believed was a result of the attack. The bear was tracked, shot, and killed. Robert Weaver was 64 years old. He was attacked on June 6, 2013, near Delta Junction in Alaska. Weaver was attacked by a black bear while walking back to his cabin on George Lake, according to his wife, who was able to flee inside the cabin and was uninjured. A 104 kilogram adult male black bear was on the scene and killed by troopers found to have been and found to have had some of Weaver's remains in his stomach. Lorna Weaver was 36 years old when she died on May 7th, 2014 near Fort McMurray. Weaver, a Suncor worker was attacked at the remote North Steepbank oil sand mine, uh, site while walking back to work from a trip to the washroom. Efforts by co-workers to scare off the bear were unsuccessful. The Mounties shot and killed the bear upon arrival. A preliminary investigation determined the attack was predatory in nature. Darsh Patel was 22 years old. He died in September 21st, 2014 near West Milford, New Jersey. And I think that means New Jersey is the first time Jersey's been on this list. Patel was about to begin hiking with four friends in Apshwawa Preserve when they met a man and a woman at the entrance who told them there was a bear nearby and advised them to turn around. They continued on, found the bear, and Patel and another hiker took photos. They turned and began walking away, but the bear followed them. The hikers all ran in different directions and found that Patel was missing when they regrouped. Authorities found Patel's body after searching for two hours. A black bear found in the vicinity was killed, and an autopsy revealed human remains in its its digestive tract. According to the State Department of Environmental Protection, this was the first fatal bear attack on a human in New Jersey on record. Thought so. Daniel Ward O'Connor was 27. He was attacked and killed on May 10th in 2015 near Mackenzie in British Columbia. Ward was killed and eaten by a bear while he slept near the fire pit at his campsite. His fiancée, who slept in a nearby motorhome, discovered his remains the following morning. The bear was later shot and killed by conservation officers. Barbara Pashki. She was 85 years old when she died. September 27, 2015 was her date of death. She died west of Kalispell in Montana. Pashki was attacked inside a home near Kalispell by a black bear. According to the Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, Pashki regularly illegally provided grain and birdseed to bears on her property and had been cited for illegally feeding bears and other wildlife in 2012. Pashki died of her injuries on October 1st, 2015 in Kalispell Hospital. Officials trapped and euthanized two food contain sorry, two food conditioned black bears on Pashki's property, but were unable to capture or remove the bear that attacked Pashki. DNA identified one of the euthanized bears as a sibling of the bear involved in the fatal attack. There are three more bears in the 2010s. Patrick Cooper was the third last victim of a black bear in the 2010s. He was 16 years old. He died on June 18, 2017, in Indian, Alaska. Cooper was chased and killed by a bear while participating in and competing the juniors division of the Bird Ridge Trails running race. Cooper called his brother, as he descended his trail, to say he was being followed by a bear. Searchers found the runner's remains 500 yards 457 meters, from the trail and shot the bear in the face with a shotgun, which scared the, ba- which scared the bear away forced him into the woods away from the body. Aaron Johnson died on June 19th, 2017, at 27 years of age. The location was Pogo Mine, Alaska. Johnson, a contract employee for Pogo Mine, was killed while collecting soil samples. The bear was shot and killed by mine personnel. And Catherine Swiat mueller she was our last victim of a bear in the 2010s, she was 62 years of age and she died on September 1st, 2019 in Red Pine Island, Ontario. Sweet Mula left her cabin on an Island on rainy Lake, Ontario to check on her dogs and did not return. Police sent to find her encountered a large black bear near her body. The bear was behaving in a predatory manner and was killed on the spot. And we have now made it to the 2010s. Like I said earlier, there are no polar bear attacks, uh, Going forward, only brown bears and black bears. We're going to start with the black bears and work our way forwards. now. Daniel Schilling was 46 years old when he died on July 29th, 2020 in Hope, Alaska. Schilling was killed while clearing a path several miles behind his cabin. An empty can of bear spray was found at the scene. There were no witnesses to the attack. Austin Pfeiffer was 22 years old. On September 20th, 2020, he was attacked by a bear. Pfeiffer was on a 10 day moose hunt with a friend near the Chisana River drainage. He was cleaning a moose they had killed when the bear attacked them without warning. Pfeiffer was killed by the bear. This occurred in Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Reserve in Alaska. Charles Carl Mock. He was 40. He died on April 17th, 2021 in West Yellowstone in Montana. Wilderness guide Chuck Mock, who was 40, was attacked on Thursday, April 15, 2021, while fishing, north west, sorry, while fishing north of the West Yellowstone near Baker's Hold Campground. He was mauled by a 20-year-old male grizzly bear likely defending a moose carcass near Yellowstone National Park and died in hospital on April 17th. The offending bear was shot and killed by wildlife authorities after it charged them. David Lertzman, 59. He died in Weiporus in Alberta. Lertzman was attacked and killed by a bear determined to be a female brown bear while out jogging. The bear is suspected to have attacked Lertzman from behind, sending him off a 300 meter embankment. That's an interesting one. Okay, we're going to look into this because it sounds like he wasn't killed by a bear directly, um, but he fell off a cliff. All right, we're going to have a look here. University of Calgary senior instructor killed and suspected bear attack. Um, Let's see if we can find anything about that. Okay. He was a senior instructor at the University of Calgary, and he talked about his love of the outdoors in a video posted on April 21st. Um, This article mainly is talking about the guy himself and how sad it is. Um, Yeah, a nice beard. It's... You know what's weird? I, I After doing this for so long, for four episodes, kind of dehumanized a lot of these people because it was from so long ago. But clicking on this article, there's a picture of the guy. This is like a year ago. Um, yeah, it just puts it in a bit of a different uh, perspective. He was a long-term martial arts practitioner as well and a medit- meditation instructor. Damn. Okay, well, I can't find anything about him falling off the cliff, so... Our next victim, this person is unidentified. We have no idea who they are, but they were 68 years old when they died. This woman was attacked and killed by a bear while walking on trails of her private property. An aggressive, that's interesting. An aggressively grizz, sorry, an aggressive grizzly sow with a cub was observed shortly afterward by wildlife officers nearby. A mature, non-lactating female grizzly bear with worn teeth was then captured and euthanized with DNA testing confirming this was the responsible bear. This attack occurred about 24 kilometers away from the May 4th, 2021 attack that killed David Lertzman. However, the DNA testing confirmed that different bears were involved. Um, this occurred on the 25th of May, 2021 near Water Valley, Alberta. It's interesting to me that she's an unidentified female. When that happens, typically, these are like, they're like homeless people or people with no one near them. To have private property, I would assume you're not homeless. So I, I don't know. Interesting. The next victim's name was Leah Davis Locan. She was 65. Uh, On July 6, 2021, Locan was attacked and killed in her tent near uh, her campsite in Powell County by a grizzly bear. The bear had wandered into the campsite multiple times before the attack. The grizzly bear was later identified and killed by wildlife officials. This attack happened at Orvando, Montana, which is a name that has come up quite a few times. There are two more brown bear attacks on this list, and we're done with them. Craig... Torre was 40 years old when he died on March 25th, 2022. So this year. Wow. That's it's crazy, it's a few months ago. He was died on he he died in 6 Mile Creek Park, County Montana. His main body was discovered on March 25th. Okay, so his his body was found on March 25th, but he could have died earlier than that. Sergeant Seth Michael. Wow. Sergeant Seth Michael Plant, 30 years old, May 10th, 2022. Very recent. A group of soldiers were attacked by a sow while mapping out a training site for a land navigation course. Their presence prompted the bear to emerge from its den and knock down two of the soldiers. Seth was the one that died. Damn. That was in Alaska. Okay. That is all the brown bears on this list. We made it. I only have uh, five. Five more bear attacks that are recorded for this history. Um, they are all black bear attacks. The first was on July 20th, 2020, Peter Franzak. He was 67 years old. He died in Lake in Red Lake, Ontario. Franzak went berry picking in the morning and did not return. Officers of the Ontario Provincial Police went to search for him and found his remains along with the black bear in the vicinity. Post-mortem examination later attributed Franzak's death to the bear attack. The bear was killed by police when they arrived at the scene. Stephanie Blaze was forty-four years old. She died on October—sorry, uh, oh, she died on August twenty, twenty twenty, uh, in Buffalo Narrows, Saskatchewan. Blaze was communicating with her father from a satellite phone while camping with her two children and husband at a family cabin on McKeel Lake when the bear attacked her. Her husband Curtis was inside the cabin's kitchen, thirty meters away. The investigation showed the attack was unprovoked and predatory in nature. Curtis subsequently sprayed the bear with pepper spray, but this only aggravated the animal. He grabbed a gun and shot it twice, killing the bear. Patrick Madura was 43 years old, and he died in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Madura was backpacking in the park. His remains were found on September 11, 2020, near the remote Hazel Creek area where he'd been camping. Backpackers first found an unoccupied tent at Hazel Creek Campsite, 82, then discovered what appeared to be human remains across the creek with a bear scavenging in the area and alerted park rangers. An autopsy concluded that Madura had been killed by the bear. This attack was in September of 2020. Two more attacks on our list. Lainey Malavoltla, that is our last named victim. She was 39 years old when she passed away on April 30th, 2021 in Durango, Colorado. Matlova, uh, sorry, Malavolta, Mala was attacked and killed while hiking with her dogs in the forest above and to the west of US 550 near Trimble. Her body showed signs of partial consumption. Authorities euthanized a mother black bear and two cubs found nearby. After an autopsy, it was determined that the mother bear and one of her cubs had attacked Malavolta. And our last bear attack on this list occurred on July 31st, 2021, to an unidentified female who was 26 years old when she died. The attack occurred in Swan Hills, Alberta. The victim worked for a helicopter company, which provided transportation for th- for tree planters when she was attacked by an adult female black bear. The bear was tracked and killed by authorities. There you go. I'm just going to see what that link is to see if she really was un- unnamed. Because it's weird that she's unnamed, but we have a... Where she works. Maybe the work didn't want to share. It looks like they didn't. Everyone, that is our list. We have successfully read through the entire list of bear attacks, starting in 1780 all the way to 2022. Polar bears, black bears, and brown bears have killed hundreds of people in North America. Um, I'm sure that these aren't all the people. These are just the ones that have been uh, reported And uh, noted down in this list, Um, I want to thank everyone for listening to this four-part series. Um, It's been incredible making this. I've I've really enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. Um, And I'm going to try and make more like this. I found similar to this about cougar attacks in North America, wolf attacks in Europe, um, shark attacks in Australia and South Africa. So we may do a similar, uh, you know, multi-part series on those going forward, um, but thank you for joining me, thank you for supporting the podcast, as always, um, the social media links are below, if you want to send me a message, send me some ideas for an episode, or a movie to review, or a killer cryptid story you'd like me to investigate, anything like that you can always do, um, please feel free to send an email, even as it's just say hi, thanks for the podcast, I'm still listening, um, that is always very much appreciated, I do have a Patreon, don't feel pressured to donate to that if you don't want to. But if you do, the, the Patreon is also in the description of this episode. Feel free to go there and check it out. Um, I don't post there quite a lot because uh, there's only a couple people uh, subscribing to it. But once we get more people doing it, I will definitely um, add more content when I can. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, sticking with me for four parts. I didn't think this would be a four-part episode. I thought maybe it would be two or three. Um, but yeah. It could have been a five-parter, honestly. So, yeah, thank you very much. Have a great week. I'll see you next week with a, with another episode of Man Eaters. Um, and until then, please stay safe, because as we've learned, it's a jungle out there.